Stream PC UK. Why, hello everybody, and welcome to episode 164 of Extreme PC UK podcast. I'm your host, Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK on all platforms. Today is the 9th of June 2022. I can't believe we're already this far through the year. And today on the show, we have Great Gamer 25. Here I am, ready to go. Oh, train spot and Trev. What's up? What's next? <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, Hey, my you know, it's right there in the notes, notes right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I just messed it up. <laughs> hey, my name's Ross, also known as Ross Light. Come and check me out on Twitch.tv and all the other social medias. I'm Claxton, and I don't have a Twitch, but maybe one day I will. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe I'll have one now. It's the mess up <laughs> intros that make it the best. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm gonna have Ross's Twitch now. Uh, now to, you, yes, you get you get it as a gift after I, I messed up. <laughs> To be fair, Thank it's you. normally me. Like sometimes I do the perfect start of the intro and then I mess it up for the rest of the time. But yeah, never mind. It's all good. It's all good. How is everybody in the chat? It's good to see you all in here. Um, it's been a busy, busy last few weeks. Uh, lots been going on. We've got had lots going on in the Discord. Um, first of all, I just want to have a little quick announcement. Um, Red Dwarf Night. Red Dwarf Night's going really good. We're loving it. We've got a like, little core group of us so far that's uh, coming down for the Red Dwarf Nights. Every Tuesday, 8pm, we watch two episodes. Only last an hour from 8 until 9, UK time. Jump on the Discord. You don't have to chat. You can just mute up and watch it. I think we're on season two. We're on season three. We, um, we just finished season two. So, we're so we just done so 12 three. episodes. So we're on season three. It's going to get good. Yeah. It's where Crichton comes in. We have, uh, what, season three? We have nine more seasons to go. Yeah. Well, the thing is, oh. I don't think I've even seen the latest ones that came out. Um, I saw bits of them, but I still can't wait. And to everybody that's watched season one and two so far, they've had a glimpse of Crichton, but they've not seen the real Crichton yet. They've seen, like, the first one who was, like, a test. He's in, like, some plastic outfit. Like, like you know, like, sometimes walking down the street and you see some people in some, well, cheap, nasty, like, plastic sort of trousers. Yeah, yeah, he was the he was the fake crate. <laughs> I love Claxon's face, Nikki's face. I was like, you're not really one to talk with all the holes that you have in your trousers that we've heard about. Uh, I'm gonna stand up right now. I can't see any holes. Oh in no! Here. Oh, put oh, that away! No, no, don't be doing man. that. Now. <laughs> oh, oh, the guy, the guys like what listen to the pod didn't get to see that. Thank Yeah, so. they didn't get to see that, and, sure and they don't think they want to see that. that. Um, <laughs> but the point being is, what Claxon's talking about is, come on, man. How many of you have got your comfortable clothes that you wear at home? You come through the front door. It doesn't matter what day it is. You come through, you run upstairs, you take your jeans off, you throw your T-shirt on the floor, you put your relaxing T-shirt on and you pull your tracksuit bottoms on. Or your... Does no one do that? No, I just uh, yeah, I do that. Head. And doesn't matter how knackered they are, you still wear them. Yeah. How many days in a row when they really start smelling? Or... Well, that's stand... a good question. <laughs> Until they stand I, up I, on their own. Anything up to a week unless they're smelly. Some action. Some action, yeah. That would do them in quickly. Cool. But what happened yeah. was, I was on it one day and I was streaming or I was playing a computer game and that. Um, and I stood up and there was a massive hole where my nuts were. And Claxton caught it and he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he was like, you need to sort it out. So I bought some new shorts, man. Oh, this is bullying in the <laughs> workplace. You bought new shorts with two holes put right in the. Well, I like no? the little okay. hole. It gives me air circulation. Yeah, there you go. Oh, the natural yeah, that, yeah, that's right. 
And if only he noticed, if I'd have turned around the other way, there would have been a hole at the back as well. <laughs> I'd like to scratch Lucky your balls and my ass. <laughs> so it's special wicking underwear so that you stay nice and cool, right? Are we talking about underwear? Because if we're going to talk about underwear, Gray, I can just imagine yeah. you with no, the, the I'm proper sorry, old school wire fronts, them big content. bad boy wire fronts. Yeah, I, ha I have to actually knit mine. They're so old. Yeah, Knit? I bet they are knitted as well. <laughs> <laughs> Gray's got the knitted nappy white. I really like I really like that scratchy yarn feel. It's really oh, good. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Man, every, everybody actually takes a mick out of me because I don't like my clothes. If you notice my clothes are always baggy. I don't like anything tight touching my skin. Um I definitely hate it when I have to wear a shirt. So I wear everything that's oversized and big, and everybody takes the piss out of me because of the boxer shorts I wear, I literally they come down to my knees. Most <laughs> most blokes like them really tight, don't they? Like your Calvin Kleins or whatever, not me. I love it all loose and free, man. What's the point of even wearing them then? Because <laughs> I need to have that extra safety layer. He likes to make sure everything's jingling around in there, you know, nice yeah. and free. God. Like Conkers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you remember Conkers? They were fantastic in the old days. We've I had this conversation. Now, I tell you that much. We've had so many conversations on this podcast about Conkers because Gray didn't know what they were. He thought they were coconuts. I didn't know what they were. Uh, Wait, how do you not... I had no clue what they were. But just think of about. a game of Conkers with coconuts. I... That'd be dangerous. <laughs> uh, Conkers are actually banned in our schools now unless you've got um, full glasses and protection on, apparently. Oh, oh, okay. that sucks. So, but right, let's get into it. What's everybody been doing? Have you all been busy? What have you all been doing this week? Has anyone got any exciting stories? I have got one exciting story. Do you remember me telling you that I went to the trampoline park and I raced my daughter and I smashed my forehead on a metal bar, full speed, right. and my head literally went back and snapped nearly. If you notice, I'm turning like this at the moment. It's because I got whiplash, and I'm probably going to have it for twelve weeks. I reckon. Where I can't move my neck like that direction. I'm sorry about laughing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was quite funny at the time. Actually, it's quite funny because I went up to Mrs. I was like, Ellen, I've proper hurt my neck. I ran into a metal bar. And she was talking to her friends. And I was like, seriously, it's really serious. Like, like, you might need to call someone. And she's like, oh, stop it. Stop being a pussy. Carry on. Bye bye, Sarah. So then there's me in the trampoline park jumping on all the trampolines, all stiff as a board. Just carrying on. And then it got to the point where I just couldn't move like this. I was like looking at everybody like this. So that was the my fun <laughs> was that, for the week. Was that, was that place, say, regular trampoline park where they have like a whole bunch of them? Yeah, yeah. So it's called Jump Giants. And it's like a massive warehouse with loads of trampolines, trampolines on the wall. They've actually got massive diving boards as well with all these air pits. Seriously. So you just jump into a load of sponge. Because a lot of that stuff over here has been banned completely. Because really? people were... People were falling and smashing their head on the on the uh, metal outline of the of the uh, trampoline, and they just started getting rid of them. Oh no! So over here, they're everywhere at the moment. Yeah, been... when I was a kid, I grew up with them. They were great. We had really? Fun. But these are like yeah. fifty trampolines in one room. Although we oh. did some daredevil stuff with them, we shouldn't have done. Well, like, I was we about thirty from... foot up, and I'm doing backflips into this sponge, and like I'm like forty one, and all the kids there were just kids, and no one would do it. And I'm like, hey, watch this idiot. Like, I'm old school, like, with worry about safety later on. I'm at the top, like, ah, what's this? Just jump backwards and do a flip. Amazing. But I also okay. went, I also, who's done this? In uh, Just want to say, Mystic Dude, thank you for gifting that sub um, to Chameleon. Really appreciate it, dude. Um, so another thing I did recently, I don't know if any of you have done this recently. When was the last time you went swimming to a swimming pool with diving boards? 
Never. Oh, wow. A long time ago. I don't think I've ever yes, been to a swimming man. pool with a diving no? board. Diving boards are the most fun. The swimming pools are normally boring. Yeah. So there's a swimming pool in Putney that I go to, and it's got diving boards. It's got one on the floor, which you can turn a massive wheel, and you can make it really spongy, or you can make it really solid. And, like, it <laughs> bit naughty, really. I went there with all my kids. Uh, cheers for the bits, everyone. I went with all my kids, and before your kids... My kids are 10. Two of them can swim really good. One can't really swim very well. And they're like, if, if to go in, the, it's like it's like something like six meters deep or something like five meters deep. It's really deep. Like to go down there, you've got to proper push yourself down. Um, Balls deep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so when we get there, there's a, a lifeguard on the side and she's like, look, I need to see your kids swim up and down the main pool before I can allow you to go into that pool because it's so deep. And obviously there's people jumping off of diving boards and one of them's like the height, the height of your house. Like you're jumping proper... You see Mr. Bean when he's jumping off the diving boards? Oh, yeah, yeah. that's Bean. the pool that I go to. Oh, God. Like, literally the same one. Have you seen it when he's hanging on the edge? And like, So that's where we go to. Uh, cheers for all the bits. He's going mad with the bits. Um, and so I went there, and then they're like, uh, the little one, I don't know if he'll be all right to swim in there. Um, and then he swam a bit more, and he wasn't confident. I was like, go on, just get on the, on the, get on the board and jump off. And he just runs, jumps, and just splash in the deep end. I'm standing at the edge waiting to rescue him in case he can't get out. Um, but we went there, and that was well good fun. Diving boards are so fun. You can literally just flip off. And it's, you've got a second diving board, which is about 15 foot high. And that one's really springy, so you can just spin around and jump and everything. Really cool. I don't know why I've talked about this story, to be fair. Yeah, we, we always do at the beginning. We always get off. Man, what is going on? Is there a bits war going on here? Cheers for the bits, everyone. <laughs> And this is why I make Mystic. it ten bits. I make it ten minutes, ten bits minimum for that kind of reason, because they're trolling you now, big time. I don't mind. They control me with the bits. Bring the bits. Bring as many bits. Well, as now, you want. now all the music doesn't play, right? I, yeah, I silent. Know. I've managed to. I've capped yeah. it, but I've had to keep going in and out of all the settings because this is still broken. Right. Let's move on. Anyway, um, let's get into some news. I've got a bit of news yeah. that's a bit controversial. It's going to get everybody um and ah in arguing and kicking off, basically. Um, and it is. It, it's on the border. He's playing with his ring again. And, and it's going to get Ross going as well because NFTs and he loves them. It's going to get Trev going <laughs> because he hates them. It's going to get Gray going because he hates everyone. It's going to get it's going to get yeah, Maxon going because I think he hates oh. everyone as well, to be fair. <laughs> um, no, just you, Nick. Has anybody right, you explain what it is first and then we can all jump in seen, on it. And it's called a game, but I feel like it's more of a program at the moment. I mentioned it before. Earth 2. I haven't seen anything of that yet. Has anyone had a look at it or not? I did, but you've got to explain what it so is. It's a virtual, it's the metaverse. So what they've done is a company has made an actual replica of our Earth, of the of the surface, and the whole Earth has been mapped into something like, I think it's like one meter squares, or like three meter squares or eight meter squares, but it's small space. What you can do is they've started selling these spaces. I think they start at like a dollar each. And you can go anywhere over the world and you can buy these squares. Now, I've looked all over London. They're all taken up by all different countries. Um, I wanted to buy <laughs> the Tower of London. Then I looked at Corfe Castle. Then I looked at um, Warwick Castle. Then I looked at Heathrow Airport. Heathrow Airport's still got some space on it. And what they're doing is they've turned, they've put a grid over the whole earth. And you can basically buy the earth that's there now. But then... Apparently, in the near future, it's going to turn into a game where you can develop that Earth. Ooh. 
So basically, if you buy a square, say you, say you buy like my house and the grounds of my house, it might be like 15 to 20 squares. You buy that, it costs you like 30 or 40 quid. Now, what they're saying is, if or like my house is near the airport, so as the airport becomes more important in game, my house value will go up and you can sell them squares on for more money. Look at Ross. Look at Ross. He's getting right into this. Uh, I've already thought of like three places I'll buy immediately. Um, diamond mines, gold, gold. mines, Sold. and... Sold. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Man, and bits are still mines. going. Cheers. Um, but I think it's more... Mines. No, but I think it goes more on the popularity of the area that makes it valuable. Now, in looking at a diamond mine might not be valuable in, in that game. But if you look at something like Tower Bridge, everybody wants a bit of Tower Bridge, you know? <laughs> so whoever bought that first might have bought it for a dollar, but now it might be worth $20 per square. And what they're saying is they said they've had over 100 million individuals actually bought land on this map. And they, they reckon the whole map will get sold up. And at, at which point they will start bringing it into a game where you can develop your land and upgrade the land and do major customizations to your map, like your land. Now, when you look at it, it's a map of the world. So if I look at my house, <laughs> if I look at my house, you can see my house on the road with the map. Now, I'm wondering if that means that as the, as you upgrade your squares and stuff, I wonder if you can change what it is. So like maybe I could take my house off the map there and put something else on. I don't know how it's going to yeah. work. What What's everybody's view on buying virtual land um, and selling it, making money? Go on, Trev. I, I can see you itching to say something bad. They've the bought Edinburgh Castle. Every single bit of it, so the, the bastards can go and do one. I'm not impressed. I wanted a square. And what, co <laughs> what country is it? What country's bought it? Because it shows you the flag and it shows you their name. It's not mostly the UK. There are some UK flags in there, but there's like flags from all over the world. There's I don't know what right. flag that is. A lot of America. Surprise, surprise. Well, I, 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 I saw what you saw, Travis. I decided I would go and look at the, the Empire State Building. And apparently, almost in, the entire New York City is owned by the English. <laughs> uh, Mystic Dude says you can link it to free words my segment with free cool words. Again. How cool is that? Or is it They're a scam? taking America back one square at a time. Yeah, that, that's it, yeah. <laughs> I, that I only, again. You succeeded, now we're going to resolve you back in. <laughs> I only have a couple of quick things I want to say about that. First of all, I, th I think it's ridiculous. I think it's a ripoff, and I wish I had thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> what if you think about how much percentage do you reckon they're taking from every square? Oh, my God. They, they're rolling in money. If what? People, some people, you just got to know what to do, and they'll buy it. How much is a square in Edinburgh Castle? How can you tell if it's uh, already can... bought? Because if you click on the area... Because so, the flag will be on it. The flag will have of a look whatever here. country. So what you do is you go to um, earth2.io it is, uh, and then you can click on buy right, some let's land. Find, let, let's find right in the middle then. Uh, like, for, like for instance, I, I wanted to go to Miami Beach, Florida, right? Miami Beach, Florida is one of the, the, the top 10 beaches in the world, right? So I go to look in there and oh my God, Canada, US, uh, England, Japan, Switzerland... And they all bought up yeah. Miami Beach. Gone. <laughs> oh my God! What? What? Right. So, I'm, what, someone tell me values here. It says e, uh, e, and then dollar sign. So, is it based on like real American dollars? Then, yeah. Yeah. Um. So I one thousand three hundred for one square in the middle of Edinburgh Castle. How much? Or, or, or series 1, 000, of squares. One thousand three hundred for one tiny square in Edinburgh Castle. 
Really? Well, I was. No, no, wait, wait. I was clicking on something in Miami Beach, so I zoomed in. I clicked on mm -hmm. one square, but but six squares. I mean, excuse oh. me, nine squares lit up. So yeah, nine yeah, I squares. Think, no, I think what is he's done is four dollars per tile. I, it's the price paid, not what it's worth. Okay, so I'm looking at um, the Tower of London right now. Yeah, uh, it's all bought by Germans. The one guy from Germany's got it. And no, when you click that square, Trev, it shows you how much the whole block is, not one tile. So right, ah, uh, market value two point seven seven eight. Yeah, so. The Tower of London's been bought. Um, it's 400 of 400 or 750 squares in that area. Um, and then if I scroll down, if I can, it tells you how much it's worth. So it shows me that this person that's bought uh, the Tower of London, they own 2,249 uh, properties. And that's made up of 141,000 tiles. And they've spent... Two hundred and sixteen thousand dollars. Wow. It depends on the real estate they can get back because digital real estate is a new thing. But it's something if this is a new project that's just been released, and if they transform it into a game where potentially it can gain more value, that yeah. two thousand pounds investment could become two million, three million pounds, four million. It depends if this is a rug pull or not. If this is a rug pull, like Gray said, they're laughing all the way to the bank because. Oh, yeah. They're going to sell off all the tiles and not bother to turn it into a game. Now, with the E, I'm thinking this is Ethereum. And if it's in Ethereum, if it's like 1E, that's actually £1,400. But if it's in the dollar amount where it's like $3.3, that's just normal US currency. But it seems like there's two separate ones that I'm seeing at the moment in terms of like yeah. E and like dollar. But either way, thinking thinking about it for a second, even if they didn't want to just make it for a rug pull and they actually will create a game, why not? They're going to make a gazillion dollars. I mean, they're going to make ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah, because they they're going to make money it. on the trade after they've got oh, up. So, let, and then they're going to make money on the game in other ways. Let me continue like what I was saying. So this one, this one person that's bought all these areas and they've bought um, Tower of London as well. So it says that the net worth now is is 216,000 um but it actually says property value increase from when they first bought this is up 164%. Damn, that's nice. So double and a half of their money. Will you be able to sell this later on then is is that the plan? Yeah, so all of this stuff's for sale and it's all increased. So this person is buying and selling all of these properties at once. So See, you just oh. So basically, Trev, you buy something, say, near Edinburgh Castle. If you can't get the castle, you get something next door. And then yeah. as more people around there keep buying bits up, it goes up in value. And then when you sell it, more people want to get involved because they want to do it. It's a bit like Bitcoin. Yeah, with a that's why people are buying bits around it. And I was thinking, why are you buying that? It's just a bit of grass. Like, I know it. And you someone's bought where my flat is as well, the gits. So, <laughs> I, I just right think it's... In the well, that's like Mystic think... Dude just said. He's going to buy all the toilets in the Trafford Centre. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> not the toilets. <laughs> You'll get them nice and cheap. But I, I no, saw you... this, honestly, I saw this and I'm neither good or bad. I feel like it was someone's had a wicked idea to make money. That's a good business. Making yes money from no. nothing, you know. And, but the thing is, do you reckon it's like patented or saying, like what's to stop us making our own world free? Because no, you'd be, you would be second. Somebody True. did it first, so they're always going to be the most popular. You're, it's too late. The, the what if I just over. make world a hundred different world worlds, oh, and then I go no, buy? No, but you know what you want. could wait, Nick. You know what you could do? Necessarily true. 
what you could do is ha- just buy the moon and just have a whole bunch of little things on the moon. So now people can yeah. own craters. They can own where Apollo 11 landed for like a million dollars. That's already a thing, isn't it? Let's do it, man. Let's do <laughs> oh, it. I'm just looking on their list, and they've got a little tab for DLC, and it says moon on it. No. I can buy about six squares very close to Edinburgh Castle for like 15 bucks. I thought it'd be a lot more expensive than that. But Trev, you, buy you it were now, saying how much an asshole would be the person to buy this, but you're thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, but that, I... I hate you because I'm going to <laughs> potentially do this, Nick. Uh, the funniest I'm... thing is, to anyone well, listening, I mean... Trev, I told him about this. He saw it in the notes, yeah, before the podcast. He said, whoever does that is a complete and utter arsehole. And now he's looking at buying it, look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on the website now as well. I'm a good salesman. Look, I've Next got a commission, man. Next get 1% commission. All look, of you are saying it's this. disgusting, look, but it's, all it's... of you are looking to give and make your bucks now, aren't you? It's like I I... said, but it's like I said before, it's stupid, but I wish I had thought of it because (laughs) somebody's going to buy it. There's always going to be a a certain amount of turkeys, no offense, Trev, that are going to buy this. I I I hate myself, but it has to be done in case it goes up to like (laughs) 200 bucks or something in a few months or something, you know? Well, see, now if I want to buy prime stuff, like right here in Miami Beach, there's a block of nine that was bought by some an Englishman. I don't know who, uh, and it's it's already sixty four dollars a square. So if I want to buy one tile in Miami Beach, it's sixty four bucks. Yeah, but you've, you've, so. you've got to buy something that you know is going to go up. See, oh, it like, will. That's I know loads of places. Beach. I know loads of places in England, which potentially, as it grows, like like say the Hellfire Caves, no one knows really what that is, but. If I bought that little section, I know that it would get important as people got further out of London buying it. So well, the bridal yeah. paths. What, what you do is buy the Hellfire Ks and then start a whole social media thing on Twitter how great it is. Wow, Hellfire Ks are great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was there a long but, time ago. Really? Yeah. And they all but start the buying is, it. <laughs> but if you look at the top of their website, they've done a very they're very smart. Whoever's done this is a very smart person. If yeah. you have a look, oh, it yeah. says gift some land. So what a perfect birthday present. Like buying Trev, uh, like okay. Edinburgh Castle but, grass. Can, can I can I just say something? Seeing the time I've been looking at this, I actually looked at another monument, the the fourth rail bridge. There's three bridges going across Edinburgh to mm. the north, and the rail bridge is the famous one that they always make the pun that once they're finished painting it, they need to start again, and it's all red and it's yeah. ancient. So I was looking at this right, and since we started talking about this, the one person bought one square in the middle of it. See, since we've spoken, like half of it's gone. That is nuts. That's just blown my mind. I'm getting in there, boys. Excuse me. Carry on. <laughs> He's buying the grass around everything. <laughs> it's mine. It's mine. But the thing is, I actually would find this quite addictive because Bitcoin, you just buy it and sell it. You just see numbers. Yeah? Yeah. This is no different. But what is different, like in the, what you own is no different. But what is different is that when you go to, like if you look at when uh, somebody, if you click on one of them squared, you click on the guy's name or the girl's name you'll see it comes up with what they own and it's got all the stats for each square and it shows you an, an aerial photograph of the property and it's got loads of stats around it. So it could be quite exciting to just buy loads of random places, put 100 quid into it and then see if people buy it. Hmm. True. And I thought uh, you're a mug. There's, <laughs> one, there's one place I would buy, it would be Tower London, but the only problem I can think of with this is actually the copyright of Tower London because there is actual licensed goods of the Tower of London and stuff like that. And that's what it comes into kind of copyright law and stuff like Not that. Not really. How... They've got around that already. Have they? Because what they say is that 
the grounds you're buying is bought it is you're buying a square of a map yeah you're not actually buying the tower of london but you're buying oh, that map okay, okay, but okay. the thing is what they're saying is as the game it's comes worse. in as the game comes in you can upgrade and customize your tiles to put like buildings and stuff on there so what they're saying is going to happen is the world when the game started the world was the world as we know it now but in 50 years from now they're saying that everybody that's on there would have upgraded their squares into like casinos or this or that or whatever that world will change and it will look different that's why i'm assuming hmm. which i think is a pretty cool idea so when we all buying squares i'm already um, getting on I'm, it no i think i'm about me. to Trev, are passing. you really? Trev's in. Yeah. I need to get a commission on this. I'm texting these tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, you get a referral code as well, actually. <laughs> nice. You'll have to let us all know. I'll start a new channel in the Discord for people buying and selling on uh, Earth oh, Two. God. There we go. <laughs> Gray, you're gonna break. You're gonna break and nope, get some too. Not buying it. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Because if I would, if I was gonna buy it, I would want to buy certain ones, and I know it'd be worth. Have something. you already got? Have you bought already... the Bitcoin? They're already too expensive. I mine Bitcoin every day. <laughs> and I'm doing good with it, right. so I don't mind. Right. Well, that's World 2. Earth 2. Go it's not World 2. It, it's but... called Earth 2. It's called Earth 2. Um, if anyone wants to, I, I, I could read out what it says about uh, the intro for it. Um, do you want me to read out the intro quickly just so everybody can see what their, what their view is about it rather than my own view? Yeah. Wait, wait. Can, can, the, can the... Can the five of us all get together and do Earth three? Come on, we can get we can do this. We can tie our own shoelaces up. <laughs> Make a replica I mean, I of the Earth and sell it. I can't. I can't even program my microwave. Never mind a game. So <laughs> that, that, that's happening. Yeah, well, listen. I'm gonna read it out. The, the just their little brief in like intro about it. I don't normally read on stream, but I'm gonna read it just because it will give Go you an insight it. into what their view is. Um, Earth two is a futuristic concept for a second Earth. A metaverse between virtual and physical reality in which a real-world geolocations on sectioned map correspond to user-generated digital virtual environments. These environments can be owned, bought, sold, and in the near future, deeply customised. That does sound quite exciting. Whoever wrote that done good. Because um, I want to buy them now and customise them. I want to buy it and delete things. <laughs> um, just, after, just, after you just... read it, can we give our opinion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, next I section. just bought 20 squares. <laughs> There's only three sections. <laughs> a virtual one-to-one -one scale of Earth is inevitable, and Earth 2 is the beginning of this exciting future. Phase 1 is now live and represents the central global body that aims to determine ownership of digital assets and property inside this futuristic virtual metaverse of Earth. Uh, and you can see the first humble beginnings of what will unfold into an economic simulation destined to provide Earth 2 with all the materials it needs to build our dream. Built on top of Mapbox technology, we've, uh, we've created a geographically linked digital grid layer that spans across the entire planet and allow people to claim ownership of virtual land in the forms of tiles. It is our vision that virtual land will increase, over uh, time, the, uh, will increase in value over time based on demand, location and earning potential. Much is the same way that the physical land does, so be sure to claim your land uh, in key locations around the world early on. That's it, but I have got an idea. We could start a group just for a test. And as research, we put like uh, one, okay. <laughs> one lump, 20 quid in each or something. And we go to somewhere which isn't worth anything at the moment, like a farm in the middle of nowhere. And then we all, as five of us, buy a little patch next to each other. And then we start trying to develop it into something. 
other people will see five different people in that location and they'll start buying around us, making us more expensive. We could test it out. Uh, I've just, yeah, I I just I've just found something really interesting. When you've bought it, you have to visit your uh, plot for seven days over the next 14 days to confirm the process, which I think is really smart. That just to make sure you're definitely wanting it and it will definitely be yours. So bear that in mind. And I if just you don't do that, do you pay for it and then lose it? Okay. I, I, I get indication, yeah, that you lose it from this. So can I can I say something about what you read though? Hmm. About about the thing you read. Can I can I make a comment about yeah. that? Okay. I've written enough copy in my life over thirty five years of advertising. That is a load of crap that I just that you just read. It is so geared towards getting you all excited, which is what it should do. But otherwise, if you read between the lines, it's full of BS. I mean, I mean, literally. Yeah, but it really like, is. it's to hype you up to, to buy it and get Exa on board. Exactly, exactly. But the thing so is, the sheep can wander in there and buy it. I get listen, it. we're in a day of social media where I walk down the street and I just see people taking pictures of themselves and post them on social media. Oh, I, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, I, I can buy some of my football when, Do you know what? In London, Look, the, I walk the through NFT London world every day. Every day I walk through London and I see pictures <laughs> Hello. women and men yeah this is how vain it's got they set their camera up i'm walking down a pathway and there's someone on their own and they've set their camera up on the left side of the pavement and then they're against the wall doing all this doing all these poses in front of their own cameras and i just think you're doing that on your own like and then you're going to put it on social media like you've been signed up to some modeling agency when really you haven't it was done with your iphone and it's one two three snap picture and if that if that's what the world's come to now, I think this is a much more smarter way of mugging everyone off. <laughs> uh, someone's someone's bought pretty much all of my my football team Rangers their own. They have bought the ground. <laughs> they bought the ground, and some idiot, some Celtic supporters bought ten squares. I might just buy loads of properties on there in around randomly around London, and then when I'm out next time in Windsor or something, someone says, "Oh, darling, what what job do you do?" And I say, "I'm a property developer." And I say, "What do you own?" I own over four hundred houses, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm currently looking at a port right now, and the I port. think it's a port where they keep all the cars. Not a single square has been brought, and it's like storage for all the different cars. Yeah, but I've got Isn't a feeling you might be onto a winner, like you said, Diamond Mine, because they said it had real value for what was there. Yeah, I'm thinking Gold Mine, Diamond Mines, anywhere you can get materials would be the best place to purchase in terms of it's going to become a game. Because if it's going to become a game and you can develop your lot, if it's in a... Uh, well, I'm going so Amazon Forest for what's left of it. <laughs> get that lumber company going on. <laughs> Oh man! Right, we need to move on. We've spoke way too far about this. Yeah, we really have. Earth two. Who wants yep. a part of Earth? You can have anywhere Earth you want. Earth two. Earth two is ready to give you some. Free I'm going to buy all your houses. Publicity. <laughs> oh, that's cheap. But the thing is, one last thing I will say about it: it is pretty impressive the fact that we've all in different countries, and all of the squares are taken for the important places, which means there's a lot of people buying. Uh, how long's it been going for? I don't know. Must have been a little bit. Well, the Earth's been well, around for I don't know how long. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't really know. <laughs> well, it did. It did. Uh, it did almost go. That the bridge I was talking about did uh, get mostly bought up in the time we've been less than the time we've been talking. I might about buy Full so... Park. Theme Park. Wait, that'd be a good one. Buy, I buy, um, buy Insomnia. 
the, the, the yeah. place that they the, oh, the look at Ross's face. He, he, he woke right up there. <laughs> he's, he's going right on. Right. Oh, go take my idea, Ross. It's mine. I said, I'm buying it. Go away. I'm going to go around kick and buy him, all the pubs. Kick him. I'm going to go around and buy all the pubs. <laughs> oh, That'd be a good one. Right, we need to move on anyway. Um, Gray, oh, I'm, just watching, I'm reading out the messages, but I'm reading out Gray's messages, but he's here. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm commenting in the chat. Right, let's move on. Uh, so, Trev, what is your uh, news, dude? Um, I've just bought some squares in there, 2.0. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> Fingers, well, we've been talking for 45 minutes. Already half the podcast talking about that. Um, no, I found this out literally. Uh, I actually had to tell Nick at the start, before the, the stream started, to quietly do the voice check and then I'll quietly shut up because there was a big announcement coming on Summer Games Fest. And that big summer game fest announcement is something I never thought I'd see the day. That is one of the best games I've ever played, uh, ever, of all consoles, PCs, whatever, is coming to PC sometime soon. What is it? Uh, as well as PlayStation 5 Remaster, and that is The Last of Us Part 1, which is, if any of you guys have ever played that, played that it is absolutely phenomenal, that game. Never thought I would see it come so to good PC. About it? Because that's their pride and joy. Um, it's everything, Nick. It's perfect graphics, per perfect story, perfect gameplay, a uh, perfect lens. There isn't anything. But isn't it bad just a story-based game, like role-playing? It is. It is. The first game did have a multiplayer aspect, which quickly died out. But they are bringing that multiplayer bit back next year as a standalone game. It's called Factions. So it was phenomenal. But it is. It's got high, high scores, Nick. Um, I'm surprised it's coming to PC because I thought that and Spider-Man were Sony's two gems that would never, ever let go to PC. And then I hear Spider-Man's coming to PC and I thought, all bets are off. I get my PlayStation back in again just to play God of War later this year. And no doubt, Saw's Law next year, that'll probably come to PC. So if anyone want a PS5. Um, but it's massive news. Uh, the remaster is rumoured to cost, and this is cheeky, this is really, really cheeky of them, $70 what? for a remastered game on PlayStation 5. That is oh. taking this meg. That oh is. Dear. You've been watching PC too much maybe Red cheaper. Dwarf in the biscuit. Well, exactly. <laughs> uh, so that is like anyone, people in the chat will, will have uh, played this game before uh, and they'll confirm that it's absolutely phenomenal. So I'm really excited for that because they're making a TV show on it. That's how good it is at the moment with your man Pedro Pascal. Can't wait for that. Of course they are. So. They, they make so many here, TV. Actually. Yeah. They're are they? Uh, Toronto. Yeah, I've seen it being filmed downtown. That's cool. So, no, uh, that's, that's my piece of news. I want I want Claxon to go over there and give us a, a report. All these things come to Canada. They film, man. You could be telling us all kinds of cool stuff. Well, so a lot of things are filmed in in Canada because it, the production's cheaper than filmed sure. in the US. Sure. And Toronto looks like New York. And there are parts of Toronto that they actually put the New York street signs up when they're really? filming shows. Oh, really? <laughs> um, because it's a lot That's cheaper cool. to film here. That's not um, not during the winter, though. Of course, Star Trek um, is filmed in Toronto. Which one? Yeah, the good yeah. one or the bad <laughs> ones? Uh, for you, the bad one. Oh no, that's okay. <laughs> maybe the new one. The new one's pretty good. We won't go into it, but I think that's it, filmed here too. It wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt it. There's a lot going on there. They've, they've made quite a big bunch of money doing that, but anyway. Um, Craig UK says, uh, The Last of Us top game, along with Uncharted. I know so many people that bought PlayStation just for Uncharted, you know. 
Yeah, Uncharted is a very good game. Unfortunately, I never got to play it. Um, I actually brought my father the Uncharted 4 and like the collection thing where you had all the games for it and a PlayStation 4 itself for bir- for his birthday. He never used it. <laughs> I was oh, so him. I, was... I disown him. <laughs> Divorce, so him. Divorce him. <laughs> Go visit him, pick it oh, all up sure. and bring it out with you. Yeah, sell it. <laughs> I just walked around the house. Wait, see that computer I bought you? Uh, sold it. Bye. Uh, I've sold it and I've bought uh, two fair, squares. Um, <laughs> the PlayStation exclusives generally are pretty high quality like the fact that they're coming to yeah but we don't like playstation uh, do we because we're extreme pc i know UK. you don't yes but we are uh, going to talk about that later though <laughs> yeah we'll talk about it later oh I'll my god it. that's three of I you can help myself actually that's four of you four of you sacked for playstation no it's community. very relevant when we get down to trev's stories well they're coming to yeah well, we'll get to my stories after and and you'll see what's what we'll gordon great what's your news um, this is something else that's kind of controversial, not quite like Earth 2, but um, <laughs> Diablo Immortal, you know, came out recently. It's oh, a mobile boy. game, but you can also play it on PC. I tried to download and it, I did, and I, I got I, no space left. I did realize that that so many people were angry at this game because of the microtransactions. It's good. It it's works out bonkers. 20 grand or something to get everything. It was, it was more than that. I don't know what the exact more figure is, that. but it was more than 20 grand. If you wanted so, to get a fully developed character, it was like $100,000. Anything like mobile is a money grab in my eyes. Exactly. So there's been so many people Free screaming money. about that. And I kind of wanted to get your opinion on it. But one thing that I thought was very interesting is one fan decided to take a, a jab at it as to what he hates about the transactions. And he made what actually is a beautiful painting of one of the uh, uh, characters from the game, or, or it looks like a character, a girl uh, demon uh, hunter. So he draws this painting. And if you look at the article, guys, you'll see she's holding a credit card in one hand and coin in the other. <laughs> and, it, and and below it, it says Diablo Immoral. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. it, I, it was really good. I mean, you take a peek at it. And if you guys want to Google it out there, just Google uh, Diablo Immoral and you'll find it. And I got to give him credit. And he says the most powerful weapon in Diablo Immortal, <laughs> the credit card and some coin. Did anyone actually play this game? No, I have not. What do you think of it, Clax? Because I, like I said, I downloaded it, but I need to take all the photos. Fu- I've got something like eight thousand photos and videos on my phone, where I've not taken them off for so long. Holy moly! Yeah, so I downloaded this, and I was like, oh, it got to just to the end, and it's like, sorry, I ain't got enough space, and I haven't had time to do anything yet. So, I don't know. I don't ever play mobile games. Uh, I Same. actually, actually, it was the you know the 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 pool. What's the pool game that everyone plays? Facebook pool or whatever it is. Oh, eight ball pool. Eight ball pool, yeah. So I I played that. I got all the cues. I got everything. Like when I used to do driving work, I'd just sit in my van all day playing pool and like this. And then when I put my phone down, I'd be like that all cross-eyed. I'd be like, wow, it's been well close to my eyes for ages. Um, so then I said after that, look, I, I'm not getting into another mobile game because they're always microtransactions. They're always well addictive, and you always want to pay to get a bit further. And I mm. promised myself I wouldn't do that. It's only because it's Diablo. But I did speak to Magic in the game, uh, in the Discord, and he said it scales up onto PC, um, so you can play it there. Have you played it on PC? I haven't played it on PC. I've no. played it on iPad and on my phone. Um, it's a beautiful game, but this is bad timing for Blizzard, given all the controversy at that um, publisher. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. This has not gone. This has not gone down well with their community. They've they've not been listening to any of the, the the gamers that play their games and then to deliver this was really controversial when they actually announced it because 
they weren't doing very well with World of Warcraft and other that their other franchises, and then they built all this hype around obviously developing a mobile game. So for the PC audience, which is their main audience, there was already outrage that they were releasing this on mobile and prioritizing this over games like Overwatch 2. Um, so it's gone down like a lead balloon online. If you if you have a look on Twitter, it's it's being kind of yeah, it's apart. it's. There, to, to, to be somewhat fair, if you want to call it that, there is supposedly a mobile game veteran. I can't even pronounce his name. And he claims, he claims that with, there is, uh, he found that with no way to directly buy gear or levels, many of the roadblocks, which would make an actual pay-to-win scenario, are not present in the game. And yet everybody says he's fully you-know-what. So trying to be oh, yeah. somewhat fair. Well, he's, he claims that, that no, it's, that, that's not right, but Everybody I, else I don't is know about slamming the, it. I don't know about the background of the game and stuff like that, why it's on mobile and stuff like that, but without having any information on background about it, I saw that... Because the first thing I saw was everybody on the Discord talking about uh, Diablo Immortal or whatever, and I thought, wow, a new Diablo's come out. Because I know they, they were making... Yeah, that's what I thought. And they was remastering, weren't they? So I saw that, and I was like, oh my God, a new Diablo. i got to get on that. And then I found out it was mobile, and I was like, oh my God, what's it doing on mobile? Now... There's only one reason in my eyes that you'd go for mobile, and that's because you're trying to grab money. Because then every game that's on a mobile is 99.9% .9 of the time to get a microtransaction out of it. So is it not that everyone straight away like, saw this, then pulling the wool over your eyes and be like, hold on a minute, you're just doing this on mobile so that you can, we can pay loads of money? It's pretty simple. There are more mobile <laughs> mobiles out there than there are PCs, so it's a whole new market. Yeah, but oh, the sure, games are never a game that you pay for. A mobile game costs around five quid maximum. So, if that three dollars, yeah, two dollars, so it's obvious three. that when they when they took that move, they was going. If if you said I was playing FIFA, not that I play FIFA, but I was playing it on the PC and said oh, we're going to bring it out on a mobile, I wouldn't go and play it. You know, you've got Apex and you've got these other games which are now got competitive on mobile, but I still see the mobile market as a money grab from anyone or it's just not worth it. It's not, you don't sit there and play your mobile games. Well, I don't personally. I don't think anyone else does. Yeah, because you're a gamer and you play on PC. But uh, but mobile's super accessible for a huge amount of people. That Well, uh, what about, uh, to use an example, reason. a couple of weeks ago, whatever, I talked about Bloons uh, TD6. That's a tower defense game. Essentially... Uh, it's it's being sold on uh, iPhone and also you know iPad, but it but it but it's also on PC. It's been on Steam for a couple of years. So when you look at the game, there are a bunch of microtransactions if you want to do it in the game. And I will I will freely admit that I really like the game and I spent about forty dollars in the microtransactions for certain things I wanted. But the difference is is in that game they don't really they don't shove it down your throat and you could you can tell just from playing the game you could very easily after over time get everything that you want without having to spend a single dime so i don't so i don't know what they're saying with diablo is that it wasn't it, it's so microtransaction bound that you don't get that feeling that's what they're saying and that's what they're getting all mad about but but yeah it's it's a money grab the first time i hear it well also what about the people that want diablo 4 they're they're looking at this going like so you spent all this time to make a beautiful yeah. mobile game, and you haven't given me Diablo 4 yet. What's that all about? I don't blame yeah, them. My, my problem with it is I've always felt since a young age that, you know, like, if you grow up poor, you, you, you kind of got into video games and you always felt like it was equal 
grounds, right? Like money wasn't necessarily a way of getting ahead. So I don't like sometimes the fact that they've brought this pay to win into the gaming world because it again it feels like they're bringing in class and people with money can actually advance like they do in real society and they can actually advance in game where and they do necessarily yeah, well that started of, with of, um of skill what was it with the loot boxes when you could it was in um what, oh was, yeah yeah it was a shooter um, game where you can basically buy either you work your way up the ranks and you unlock mm -hmm. the guns and that or you can just pay 120 quid and you get every gun straight away uh, what game was that? But it wasn't Battlefield, was it? it? Was Call of Duty, I believe. It was Call, Call of Duty, Duty, yeah. It was Call of Duty, yeah. Uh, Modern Warfare, I think, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it might have been. And like people were getting pissed because, like, it used to be that you'd get that game and you'd sit down and you would play your ass off to get them guns straight away. And then people coming in that were loaded and being like, "Well, oh, I can't be bothered with that. I ain't got time for that. So I just pay 120 quid and I'll get all of it." Um, right. Yeah. That to me, that would that's like us playing Elite Dangerous, and we're playing it for like two thousand hours to get an engineered ship, and then you just come on and go, well, I can't bother with that. Boom, I just buy it now. Yeah. Also, it, it, to me, it, to me, it ruins the game too. It's almost like you're playing a game that you, you know, you have fun, you you grind out the experience, you get the things that you want, you get the hot armor you want, the hot, and all of a sudden someone walks in fully armored, and you're like, yeah, it just totally blows you out of the game. That just makes it like you don't even want to play anymore like real life <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't want to play the game anymore yeah i'm just tired of I, I was see when i, I bought this think... square it was worth nothing and now because i rent in this square it's costing me a fortune <laughs> <laughs> listen guys oh, I've got I an idea. I, we rent squares out on well earth too i didn't want to tell you but i'm creating an nft out of this podcast i just want to let you know so We'll all split the profits as soon as they sell it. <laughs> You're joking about that, but I've literally had the idea of making every single one of my thumbnails into an NFT. Literally just change it slightly from the original thumbnail and then create it into a thumbnail. So if that video was to, I don't know, get like 100,000 views, 200,000 views, then the secondary option of the thumbnail can be on the NFT market ready to sell straight away. And I'll but own what, it. What makes you think someone's going to buy it? Because it's... It's just the idea of like if they know it's there, they would want it. And Why? if it's a video, you just, just told me, but I don't stuff. want it for the same reason <laughs> that Earth Two buy. They buy these silly squares. Why would I buy I mean, your NFT thumbnail when I can buy ten squares on Earth Two? Exactly. Yeah, but if it's a, but if it's his fan, but if if he has a fan or fans that are that you know hot on his show, they're gonna want an NFT. And then you make money. If it's like a particularly good video, like let's say it's something groundbreaking, like I've traveled ho uh, all across England just by using a single penny and the kindness of strangers. And that sounds getting... like someone's video I've seen. Uh, yeah, it's uh, someone's <laughs> video over America has done that. But it, I was just pulling something out of my head in terms of an idea what to do, in terms of what's popular and what could possibly be viral. Um, let's say that video what you've seen, it's got like 20 million views, right? Other than 20 million people, let's say 1%, that's a couple thousand people, want something like an NFT. Now, out of that couple thousand, let's say 100 of them actually have the means and the money to actually grab it. Yeah, See, I make some... I, even when they started coming out saying famous paintings are going to be put out, like I just think that I think that is that's just where it gets too silly. 
Yeah, like yeah, Shell's right as well. We've got to stop talking about this. We talk about it all the time lately. It's getting worse than Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen. Let's move on. Next bit of news. <laughs> uh, Witcher 3 has entered pre-production finally. So I'm like, ooh. So now we're going to get another... Excuse me, Witcher 4. So Witcher 4 oh. is... They're done with pre-production, supposedly. And now they're going on to it. I, of course, I predicted this was going to happen long ago because of the issues they had with Cyberpunk. So they want, they had to get back into Witcher. So they announced in March that it's done. They're ready to move on now, and and they haven't named a title. They don't. I don't know if Geralt's going to be in it. However, they are going to use Unreal Engine five. Surprise, surprise. So they're not going to use their proprietary engine anymore. They're going to move with Unreal. So if they're able to put together a world that looks as good as it did in Witcher three, but with Unreal this time, it could really be nice. So I'd be looking forward to to playing a game like that. So I hope uh, I hope that's going to happen. So so that's kind of exciting. We're still a few years away, so nobody get too excited. <laughs> they did you... say, though, that the Witcher franchise, the three games, have sold 65 million copies. Jesus. You think about that, man. Now you know how, how, why they made so much money. 65 million and still counting wow, of what they sold. So uh, pretty amazing. So also for uh, Cyberpunk 2077 fans, believe it or not, 18 million copies were sold of the game. And that they're coming up with a new major expansion storyline that's in development right now. So they're still paying attention to that, but they're moving a, a whole new crew over to... Uh, for for someone Witcher, that Witcher hates 4. Cyberpunk, why'd you always bring the news up about it? No, I just wanted to be fair. I, I can not like the game and still be fair to people out there that do like it, so I wanted to let them know. Very mature. That's coming. <laughs> right, right, let's man, move that's... on. Uh, Trev, I see you've got a couple of bits there. I've took your third one out because we're going to run out of time otherwise. Um, what what was my third one? Uh, I thought the third one was the stuff. best one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's really quick. The third one, anyway. The third one was um, uh, the, we touched on it earlier on. I think, Gray. Um, yeah. Basically, more than half, closer to one hundred percent of PlayStation games will come to PC. So some of the big classic ones are coming there, um, like The Last of Us, what we mentioned, Spider Man, um, Out of War. Which already has. The um, Returnal, which is phenomenal as well. Uh, this is good news. Bad news for my recently purchased PlayStation 5 for one game. So, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll get limited time, so I just want to fly through a couple of these points. Uh, I apologize if they're slightly dated. Um, one week in the last fortnight, we couldn't make it. And last week, um, our fearless leader was out in the piss with Captain Curly. So, <laughs> we couldn't do it last week. <laughs> um, basically, uh, I've always not slagged uh, AMD, but, well, yeah, when it comes to gaming, I've slagged them. Let's let's not be around. Yes, you have. I have, I have. When it comes to gaming only. I'd like to make a disclaimer. All views of Trev are views of Trev and Trev only. <laughs> it's in my contract. Um, so, I... I I won't be ready for another build for a while because when I'm ready for a build on my PC, it's limited what I can upgrade. So next time I go to do it, it'll probably be an overhaul. I would consider AMD in the future because of their new GPUs and CPUs coming out. And I'll just roll two points into one, Nick. That'll save some time. Uh, the AMD Radeon RX 7000 CPU cards that are coming out. Uh, the important thing here for me is they'll... Uh, now support a route heavily rumored to support DisplayPort 2.0. Now, what that means, getting try not to get too techy, is the current bandwidth at the moment for HDMI and uh, DisplayPort is 48 gigabits a second. 
and you need that for full fat 4K HDR at 100 and see the 120, 144 frames a second. I need that for my monitor and I need that for my, my, my uh, TV on the wall there. And you need uh, an HDMI 2.1 cable for it. Um, the thing with that is 8K will be a thing way down the line. It means you'll be able to get 4K at 200, 300 frames a second. You'll be able to get a lot more bang for your buck and a lot more through the Just pipe. And that's really exciting. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. You can imagine the cables and the price it'd of the like cables. And all a, that it'd stuff be like buying a new car at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, the cable I had to buy, Nick, uh, I bought an HDMI 2.1 cable from my PC here to my TV here and I kind of plumbed it in over the wall. 60 quid. Yep. Did you get Just sucked in by to... the PC world man that says, you got this car, this one here is so much better than that one there. Ah, uh, no, I'm not that dumb. And then you bought one I on Amazon for 10 quid. Get. Did you get no. the gold chipped uh, cables? Yeah, the gold chipped um... You don't, you don't need to get gold chip ones. You just need to make sure they're ultra high speed and they've got the uh, hologram logo that you scan to prove that it's actually certified by HDMI Alliance. So I got that, got it a bit cheaper than that. It was worth 60 quid. Um, but being means you'll get a lot more through the pipe in the future, a lot more bandwidth and gaming's going places. Uh, the second thing that Ryzen uh, AMD are bringing out is their Ryzen 7000 GPUs. Now... The thing I always took the piss out C- of was highest, highest, yeah, yeah, CPU, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Check, yeah, yeah. check, check, article just now for yourself, Gray. Um, yeah. Send the notes. Um, yeah. The the new GPUs from uh, AMD when they do come out will probably match, if not beat Intel. Now Intel still to come out. We're with talking their about CPUs. That, that's what I just said twice. You didn't hear me though. CPUs, not GPUs. The 7,000 oh, yeah. CPUs. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> That's, it's me. I'm back He's to front. I'm back to front. Uh, Cheers I've, for them bits, man. Appreciate no, it. No, I've, I've got... I did get my two uh, uh, yes. links back to front. It's yeah, okay. you're right, mate. Um, yeah, so the, the new uh, the new CPUs <clears throat> later this year, hopefully, are going to actually match, if not beat, uh, Intel. Uh, there in is, there is one key... Piece. There is key one highlight I would highlight in that whole sentence What's there. So that? you... You for it. AMD Ryzen 7000, meant to say CPUs, may yes. match Intel's i9 12900KS speeds of fiber. May, that's the key point. So I'd say what you've got to do is hold on to that. And in oh, a couple yeah, of, of months when they come out, then come back and you can either change that word do or don't. But you no, might as well put a don't in there for the time being. <laughs> Nick, I always take that with a pinch of salt. I always <laughs> yeah. take it until, until there's... Until there's... It's all the famous YouTubers start testing arse out, but I will never believe it. I hope it's true because I want competition. And as my argument's always been before, games for the most part still only use one core and core speed. No, there's quite is a few king. of them now with more. Yeah, no, true, true. But I mean, you're not, out, yeah. they're not using three, four, but what you're getting eight or ten cores on a, there's, on there's, a CPU there's these There's quite days. a few that use up to eight cores now um, and multi threaded. Uh, but. Um, it's exciting, man. It's exciting if they can do that. I hope they can. Well, how, then how long can the... we... For, I, do you know what? I'm not going to lie. I remember looking into it and reasons why, and there was actual, there was actually a hardware um, issue where the hardware couldn't do it for some reason. I can't remember what it was, and someone might yeah. know in the chat. I can't remember because I can't retain information. It's an architecture, man. It's an architecture. <clears throat> no, but there was an actual reason why they couldn't add more cores to a game. Um, but then you did get a couple where, which switched over. Um, but... Do you know what? Like with the, the way CPUs are going, we're getting like like twenty four cores and 
know what I mean? 36 cores and whatever. Just yeah. think of the power unlocked at that point. That has to go that way eventually, doesn't it? And Intel still to well. Intel still to come out with their thirteenth uh, series chip. So w- w- when when this new one comes out from AMD, it'll be the back and forth that we want for as punters for competition. And Intel will be like, hold my beer, let's come back yeah. with. Well, a lot, are of, the, a lot are of the parts now you can get things. hold of again. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> and, it, and that's good. It'll bring prices down for us. I saw, yeah. a, I saw a thirty eighty for seven hundred and fifty pounds really? the other day. So much closer oh, to. Right. The price. MSRP. I'm not even going to lie to anyone. Yeah, basically, I haven't built a PC for a paid customer for probably a year, and the reason why is because me being a lone builder, I can't keep up with the prices of wholesalers uh, giving bulk buys to these other companies. And if you notice, and everyone knows this happened, it's no secret. You'll get all the companies which are pre-builders that do pre-builds. What they started doing, being very smart, they started only selling graphics cards in their systems, but they're keeping the graphics card to the real price, but putting it into a system. So when you buy a card from them, you buy the system, you get the card for the 800 quid or the 1200 quid it's meant to be, not the three grand for the card alone. When that happened and all COVID happened, people like me and most builders, like if you're doing a show PC, you normally rebuild your computer, you take it apart, you strip it all down, you rebuild it into a new one. Uh, you get a couple more sponsors, they send you the bits, you break it down, you build it with the new sponsors, and you just keep doing that. Now, for actual building one-off PCs for people, it just makes it to the point where you couldn't compete with the likes of a pre-built. So let's literally, me, I'm saying to people, like, look, go to this place, you'll get more for your money, because I'm an honest, genuine person. I, I could say to someone, I'll build your computer, it's going to cost you this much, when they could get it around the corner for a lot cheaper. Um, But I feel like... I haven't even kept up with prices, and I'm not going to lie to anyone. At this point in time, I don't know the actual prices of components in the shops, or because obviously when I get a lot of my parts, I get them sponsored and they get sent to me to do builds. So I don't even keep up with the builds at the moment. Do you know what I mean? So hopefully it gets back to the point where there's like three levels that I can start building again for people, which will be low end, medium, and high. Like I remember back in 1050 Ti's was when the last time I was building them properly like bulk building them for people and it was like yeah 500 quid i'll build your computer for a gaming pc that runs fortnite and at 500 quid if you want a medium one it'd be 15 to 2 grand if you want a high one it'll be two grand upwards then prices man they went out the window like they went so far out the window it's unbelievable when people are buying a, a graphics card for three grand you know at that point i'm like i'm out this is a joke you know so hopefully it's getting back to back down to earth and becoming normal again and then we'll see what happens from there I agree totally. Yeah. Hopefully, like, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> well, with someone who's actually looking to buy a PC in the next year or two, hopefully, I've heard the PC prices are starting to come down more and more and more, which I'm like, yes, keep coming down, keep coming down. It makes it cheaper <laughs> for me later. Well, not really, because then when the 40,000 series cards comes up, they'll be right back up there again. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you have to buy one. Can you imagine you'll be able to get a 3,000 series far cheaper? And you'll be just as happy. Yeah, I want to upgrade to a 3000 series. But yeah, it's like you'll the second-hand market's probably gone crazy because of what's happened. Yeah, really. You know. Um, right, let's move on again anyway. So, uh, Ross, did you want to quickly talk about your uh, bit of news? Because we're like an hour and yeah. tw- 10 minutes in and we're still on the news. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, my quick bit of news is Apple has died. All right, next. 
No, just joking. Stream <laughs> <laughs> PC UK. Now, Apple has decided to dip their toe into the VR market and try to create their own headset. Uh, obviously, it's going to be the best headset ever made. It's going to be recreating the headset market and all the other bull crap they're going to Hold on one out. second. Does that mean you have to buy their 10 grand PC that they sell for 35 grand to run the VR? And the wheels are 400. Yeah. You need the cheese <laughs> to move it around the floor. <laughs> You have to buy a cheese grater. Yeah, and made every by single Apple. cable that you use has got a different end on it, so that no one else can use it. And it's got chips in the cables, so that they don't work, even if they're just, they are the right ones, but they're not the official ones. The specialized stand that costs nine hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah. Or or even the cables that you use for years and were perfectly fine and still are perfectly fine. They decide to get rid of it and put a whole new end piece on it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's my news. That's all yeah. I want to say about but that. I, Quickly, I heard. That they're actually, and Clax, this is normally your sort of area, um, Apple, it's going through that they've actually made it uh, like a standard that it's going to be, they can't use their cable anymore going forward, can they? They've been forced yeah, about so that. I think it's going to a USB-C cable, isn't it? Yeah, that'd be yeah and the EU, really? but we're not part of the EU because you all voted to leave it down there. So <laughs> we'll, still get, <laughs> we'll still get lightning. Thank, thanks, England. Cheers. You won't, you that's going to be great. That, hey, much as I like certain Apple products, I think that's a good kick in the teeth. Go back to the regular cables that we all, we could all get. Apple and pissed me all off. this other crazy crap. They royally pissed me off when I yep. bought their latest iPhone 12 Plus when it first came out. And I put it on my charger next to my bed and it don't work. And I'm like, why is this not charging? And it's because they decided that they didn't want anyone having any aftermarket products. So you have to buy one with their chip in it. So now what I have to do at bed, because I refuse point blank to buy another like 30 pound charger when I've got two of them in my house just mm. to charge my phone. So what I have to do is I have to trick the little bastard into working. I have to actually wait, physically wait. What do you, trick what do my electronics do? into working. So I have to switch the phone off, yeah, and then quickly press the button on the side of it and put it on the stand before the Apple logo shows up. And what happens is it bypasses the chip that reads the Apple logo, the Apple product, and then it starts working. But if I That's dare, good. if my finger or anything with the heat on, like, because it's touch sensitive, isn't it? If I touch the screen, all of a sudden it will light up and then it will start pul pulsating, saying it's not charging because it's an it's not an official product. Wow, that's and that just shows you how much they rip you off. Just yeah. what little exercise you did. Yeah. So now every night I'm that's like, crazy. I have to switch it off, put it on there, and and then like if I if I don't do it in a split second, like chuck it onto the stand, if I just place it on like that, it feels me do it, and then it doesn't work. So I have to turn it off again, turn it on, and do it again really quickly. And then when the light stays solid, I'm like, yes, don't touch it. I can't touch the phone for the whole night. Do you need some surgical gloves? So you can see, do that if you do. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't even touch my own phone because it goes off. Uh, comic, <laughs> cheers for that gifted sub uh, to Vegan Spaceman. There Remember you go, Vegan, vegan Spaceman. Man. Remember that guy? Where he went to space vegan? and he ran out of food because there's no plants there. Uh, Trev, you really, didn't, you, you really <laughs> didn't put that in chat, did you? Trev goes, but he wants to buy buy land on earth to use my referral code <laughs> <laughs> i've uh, just spent about sucker. 85 pounds 85 pounds buying some land that's great i love it brilliant <laughs> oh man how funny oh, is that man. right we need to move on let's get into some games um so the first one i'm not going to talk too much about it because i know everyone hates it and everyone hates me for for playing it uh i no, went we back, i Go went ahead. back 
uh, and me, Comic, and a few of us, because we've been playing Elite Dangerous a lot, and we've got a lot of spare time at the moment because we're in these wars, and we had, like, gaps. So we went back to Star Citizen. Now, I haven't played Star Citizen since, I think, 17, and now I think it's on, like, I don't know what it's on, actually, but it's much further along. They've got all medics and all this other stuff. Um, they did do a massive wipe because they was doing server meshing, and I don't know what's been implement implemented or not, but I went back in there quickly about a month ago, and all my ships had gone. Um, but then Iron Gaming came on, and because he's so nice, he helped us out, get one of our basic ships back, me, Comic, and uh, Terrific Super, and we bought one basic ship each in-game, which we had before, which is like our favourite for fighting or, or trading, and we went back to the game. And I've got to say, I always love that game because I just love it. It really does make you feel like you're in space. But I've played it three times now. And the three times that I've played it, I've been on for about an hour. It's taken me like 45 minutes to get out of the station, get my ship, get up into space. And three times, for no reason, it's just... I'm in hyperdrive going from one place to another. And it just chucks me out in the middle of space. And three <laughs> times I've just gone, I can't be taking this. I just switch it off. I am going to go back and try a fourth time, and I am going to rope Gray into trying to play it as well, because he's totally biased towards the game. Uh, and um, I said I, I, would, I would probably go ahead and do it this time. I'm breaking down. And then I see what happens to him, and then somebody else was having a problem going, like, oh, boy. I'm, <laughs> like, like, I'm still waiting for the stream I asked for. I did say that I probably won't be streaming it yet, because it's just lethal. And at the moment, it's in rage quit mode. Because it's like, you can't play that game for 20 minutes. You can't just put it on and play it. You literally, if you're playing that, you've got to have a... It's, you know what I mean, Clax. That's like the the wife and kids out for the day game, isn't it? You like, you, yeah, are they going out? Yeah, I'm going to the park. I'll be back in four hours. All right, Star Citizen it is then because I can just sit here, switch off uh, and play the game and not worry about them coming over in 10 minutes and going, dinner's ready or whatever. And you're like, oh, my, my ship's flying and I can't get down in time and... Am I going to lose all my goods and stuff? But I just wanted to go back and see what's going on in it. And we are playing it as a group at the moment. Um, and I am going to try again. I really want it to work. I'm, I'm, I'm like rooting for it, but it's just letting me down at the moment. I think I've just had three bad lucks. Yeah. yeah I have another one. Go Didn't on, you spend like £400 on that game and with it wiping out all your ships, does that mean you've lost all that progress? No. So the way it works is I... I put this is what I'm going to say. The honest truth is, I bought the base lowest amount that I could get, which was forty-five pounds. And what happens is, when you buy your first uh, ship, you buy a pledge. When you buy that pledge ship, so you've got all the ships you can buy. You could you could go in there and you could buy twenty ships if you want, but you can't play the game with any of them. You have to buy a pledge at the beginning, which is a ship, a start ship, and a pledge. Now, uh, cheers for that uh, raid there, Shifty. Welcome in, dude. Um, and welcome in everybody. Uh, so basically, I bought the first ship, and the ship I think I got was it was only a small ship. It was forty five pounds. I got into game and I flew around, got used to it, and I honestly felt like that ship was so small that I wasn't making a lot of money in game. So I thought, Do you know what, twenty quid, what does it matter? I'm enjoying playing the game. Put another twenty quid on, and I got like an Avenger, which is like a little fighting trading ship, a really small one. Then in-game I started playing and I got a uh, Cutty Black, which is more of an all-rounder and it holds more cargo and stuff. And I love cargo runs. Um, so what I've done is I just kept going. But the thing is, what it allows you to do is it allows you to sell your ship back and get your money back. So if I, if I pay 45 quid, then upgrade with 20, upgrade with 20, upgrade with 20, 
I can then get that ship, sell it back, and get all the money back in one lump sum, and buy a new pledge. And what happens is they change their ships all the time. So not all ships are in the game. So the first year it would have been some ships, then the, the ships change. So you're trying out different things all the time. And it is fun because you're, you're sort of trading up what you got. Now, where the issue that got me is, I bought, say, um, one ship, a Cutty Black, with all my money. So when I go back into Star Citizen this time around, when it's, when it's been wiped, I still have that because I bought that with real money. So I still have the same ship. Oh, but okay. I lost so... all the ships that I bought in-game. Because uh, there could be a ship you could buy that's £1,000 in real money, but you could grind six months out and you can buy it in-game. And you can have that ship in game and you've got it for free. So you know the value of that ship is a thousand pounds that you've earned in game in real money. And that's what I like about it is it's you can pay yourself to get them stuff, but you can also earn it by playing the game. And trust me, when you get like say you bought the thirty five mil eight ninety jump, like that I think that's like a thousand pound ship in real life. Like so you can play the game, get it, and then when you're flying it around some people, some mugs have paid that much money for it and you're flying it around for free because you played the game. You know? And I honestly feel like that game is so nice to look at and so realistic walking around in space that I honestly feel like I, I wanted to, I wanted them to take my money. I didn't want to just buy it. I'm like, look, I'll put money in if you get this developed quicker. Like, <laughs> and I think everybody feels like that, to be fair. Um, by the way, didn't interrupt for a second. Uh, Shifty Hands raided you with a party of six, just so you know. Where have you been? I said thank you and everything already. <laughs> I know. I just, okay, I didn't hear that part. I just want to make oh, sure. Before that, I was like, cheers, Shifty. <laughs> thanks for the raid, Sorry. dude. All right, I just want to make sure. <laughs> At least you're on the ball halfway there, trying to let me know. Halfway. <laughs> so um, who paid a thousand pounds for a ship? Anybody for real? Um, I can't, you know, I'm not going to lie. I don't, I can't remember all the prices of the ships, but I know that they do go up to around £1,000 at the moment. And I've, I think there's been more. Wow. Um, but the thing is, that's what I'm saying, though. You have you can't... I know you shake your head and go, wow, £1,000. But until you play that game great, and you will oh, do no, it I sometime, would, I, I... you'll see what I mean about it not being so much of a game, but more like an alternative reality that you get stuck into. And no, you no, feel no, no, like... I'm, not, I'm not commenting about that. I, I get it. I just was saying I would never pay £1,000 for a ship. Yeah, but but that, I wouldn't you know... either. But I, admittedly, I would never... You know what I'm like. I would never pay £300 into a game, but I did. And the reason why I did is because I was using... I was using very small increments to upgrade. So it started off at 40 quid, went to 45, went to 50. And then I think like... Uh, Microtransactions, I get it. It was a birthday or something. So I said to my missus and the kids, just get the kids to get me £10 voucher each, put another 30 quid on there. And it, it builds up over time. And the thing is, as long as you're enjoying what you're doing on that build-up, you don't care anymore. And the thing that's really exciting about it is for me is when I come to take all my tens and fives in one lump sum and sell it back and it says, you've got £300 to spend. You look at the ships and you're like, oh, I can have anything I want. Which is, it's a good feeling and it makes you want to continue that game. I really enjoy it anyway. But I know it's not for everybody, but all I would say is if you've not played it, don't slate it. Wait until you've played it. Have a good go. See if you like the model once you've played it. Don't go in there with the mindset of going, oh, this is mugging me off trying to take all my money. Go in there with a the mindset, open-minded, say, I'm only spending 45 quid. That's a, I think it's a mug when someone pays £70 for a game. I, I yeah. have to say one thing. Iron Gaming said, I got people in my organization that spend around $40,000 on the game. Wow. No, 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 no. You got to be kidding me. Wow. That's yeah, absolutely... Is, 
the thing is it's all relevant yeah. to how much money you've got if you've got the money spend it don't worry if you haven't got the money play the game for 45 and learn it like it's not a it's not a game that's designed to be beaten in a week it's a game oh, yeah, that's sure. designed to be played over years and years like eve was you know in eve it takes a minimum of five years to unlock all the licenses to get the biggest ship you know you can't buy a big ship unless you've got so many people backing you as a, as a corporation and that's what this game's technically going to be as well so Nick, I get it. would you say it's almost like a metaverse not that <laughs> I, I want to buy squares it, on your ship. Can I buy a square? A tile? Oh, on your ship? No, me first. Me first. Uh, me first. Oh, so, no, so no, that no. says, do you have a mega PC though? Uh, I do have a mega PC to be fair, an extreme PC like uh, Comic Sans. Um, the PC Compensate. I've got here is actually a gold-plated PC, so it can run it pretty well. But I do understand your point. It is hard for people with lower-end um, components. But the thing is, if you turn some of the set, it's really weird. Star Citizen is the only game I know that you turn the graphics down and it gives you a worse frame rate. What? <laughs> bizarre. I don't don't know. I don't know. Um, Citizen, that's cheers for that. Uh, sub for tier one. Really stuff. appreciate it. Welcome in. Um, and to anyone that's not in our Discord, there's the Discord. Uh, we, we do this stuff all the time. Right. Uh, that's enough it. about Star Citizen. Unless anyone's got any questions about Star Citizen, because we really yeah. are uh, talking for England today. Um, right. Uh, Ross, what have you been playing, dude? Um, we Happy Few, yeah. which is an interesting kind of game. You're in a dystopia future where everyone is disillusioned with a drug called happiness. Yep. And you are office drone basically editing the mail that's coming in. And as you're taking this happiness, it seems all, oh, this is all lovely stuff. Like, oh, a woman saved puppies and stuff like that. And then it starts to wear off. And then you see like 20 people die from mass murder and stuff like that and it's yeah. just like oh this is horrifying and the whole idea behind the game is um this one guy has kind of left the simulation in, in a way that he's uh gone off his happiness so off the drug that makes everyone happy and he can see everything that's happened around him so there's one uh scene in the game where basically you're walking through the office and they're like oh we've got a piano uh piano and you can see them hitting it like a piano and then candy gets blows out of it and then all of a sudden it kind of like fades into a rat and they're just eating the rat's guts and it's just like <laughs> what because they all think it's one in pinatas yeah because all the drugs yeah. are showing them stuff yeah it's 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 horrifically interesting in terms of like how cool the concept is yeah. i was sent uh, that game like a year before it got released to test i've probably still really? got a couple of keys for it somewhere <laughs> but yeah it's i didn't play it for that that long but I found it very interesting as a different take of a game. It's a good idea. Um, it wasn't my cup of tea as as a game, um, but I can see where lots of people really enjoy that game. The way it's, it was a bit weird, and the graphics are well well cool. Yeah, the art style is amazing on it. Like yeah. how they've done the art style, and it's made it kind of like a crafting game where basically you're going through making different items, you're crafting different things throughout the game, but in the weirdest way. So you're wearing a business suit, and then. Um, on the first mission, you have to like destroy it with a stone. So you kind of have to craft a ruined business suit because you kind of go into the sewers, run away from the police because you like off your happiness. Go into this off outskirts. Yeah, you go to the outskirts um, town that oh, doesn't really. use Cheers, it. Cheers, Craig, for that sub. Really appreciate that, man. Go on, Karen. Sorry, dude. No, you uh, go to this outskirt town that doesn't use it, and they recognize you are wearing nicer clothes, and they're just like, "Hey, you, you're one of them." I'm basically trying to kill you. You go into a <laughs> church, 
A woman's like, here's a stone. You're going to have to ruin your suit. So obviously what I did is I ruined my suit, then murdered the woman, and then murdered everyone outside one at a time because they're, like, they're all after you at once, and then they disband after they realize, oh, you're not wearing a suit anymore. So I was like, all right, sneak around, kill each one of them off, then just leave the town. I'm thinking you would have to do some like missions or something, but I just completely missed all that. And oh, right. Because to... <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, I could, it was a long, long time ago for me, um, and I remember thinking it's not my cup of tea, so I didn't really I didn't really play it. And I think at the time we had different podcasters, and I think I gave it... I think Hans played it, to be fair. Um, try and give us a bit of insight into what, how it is the game. Like, is it first-person shooter? Like, what is it? Uh, so basically, it's a first-person... It's like Skyrim... Oh, no, not Skyrim, because Skyrim's like third-person. But it's like a first-person. You're walking around trying to figure out what the heck is going on. I don't know too much about it because I've only gone through the first couple of levels. But basically, you are a guy who's just trying to find out what? You have like a brother. It's like a mystery kind of story where you're trying to just make your way through to get to a point where you're like, oh, this is what happened with my life. Oh, this is what happened here. So... Until I actually complete it, I don't know much more about it other than you are running through killing people, crafting stuff, and just yeah. trying to find out your own story. Yeah, it's quite why an old game struggle. as well. Yeah, it's a couple of years old. I got it on Game Pass recently because Xbox Game Pass at the moment is just giving away games like the hands full of candy and Halloween. Yeah, but, it's um, really great. <laughs> yeah, it's, I love it. I love it so much because it means I get to go back to games I never got to play. Like, I what literally... Are they free games? Sorry, Ross. Are they completely free or are you saying part of the past? Um, they're not complete. They're completely free because they're part of the past, but they're not free because you pay them. Oh, that's misleading, man. God yeah, on there trying to get. You've free got games. Xbox Game Pass, though, Trevor. Yeah? No, no, I barely. What? I've not had it for a while. See, I had this argument with Gray, and Gray makes a good point. He gets it bought most years from from the kids and all that, uh, and mm-hmm. that's a good idea for me. Most months there isn't enough games for me to to warrant buying the service. It's what is it, eight pounds or something? There's got to be at least one or two games there I'll play, and there isn't for several months in a row. So, why would I keep paying it when there's nothing I want to oh, play? Oh man, every I, do you yeah, know what? I pay for it for like four different people, and I don't think any of us use it. And I keep thinking to myself, I need to cancel that on all the computers. But then what happens is when I go to cancel it, a game comes on, they were like, well, Should we all play it? and then I end up getting it again. <laughs> Someone even told me <laughs> that you, you can buy a family one now, which has like four yeah. people on it, and I'm paying for it all separately for everyone. Oh, yeah, this is a guy that's gonna... not working, Mug. Yeah, I'm a I'm, Mug. I'm, I'm, really happy be, I'm really happy because next weekend is Father's Day, and that means I get my, my Game Pass for another five or six months. <laughs> why, why is Father's Day? It's great, man. Why is Father's Day in the, in the States and in the UK on completely different dates? I, I never got that I one. I don't know. So these people pick these days. I have no clue. Uh, is it? I didn't even how know they that. Do this. Yeah, yeah. Mother's Day as well. I blame the card companies. It's always their fault. Oh man, <laughs> the card um, companies. Everyone, yeah. cheers for the um, bits and that. The pipe train's gone nuts. Pipe I don't train, know what's going on. Going. Pipe train's gone a bit <laughs> mad. Um, uh, it's gone a bit crazy. Ross, Ross, you're on the yes. podcast and you're giving me subs, dude. Cheers, man. <laughs> just I just did a tier one sub to Lieutenant uh, <laughs> Roxo. Cheers, man. I, I just saw the hype train was like near in the edge of the two, and I was like, I hate seeing it if it never gets to the two. So I was just like, I'll just quickly <laughs> push it over man. the edge. Yeah. Right, let's move on, because uh, we've got another few things. And what I'm going to do, <clears throat> uh, Ross, I'm going to skip over to Claxon for V-Rising. So that, cause he, Clax, we need to move you up the list, mate, because you always get to the end and never get to say your game, do you? Uh, I'm I, all right. I messed my game out to save time. So. He likes being last. 
<laughs> Go on, Clack. Be rising. Be rising. What have you been v playing? Be rising. Yeah. Um. I mean, I haven't played much of this. What does uh, V Rising watching... stand for? Uh, I vampire. guess V is for vampire. Oh right. Um, but yeah, I was that. watching a comic play this a couple of weeks ago. He was streaming it, um, and I was like, "Oh, this looks like Diablo. This looks really, really cool." Oh really? Um, so it's on early release on Steam. I think it actually uses the Steam platform, um, which is interesting. And it's basically a um, kind of isometric. Uh, survival game but you can't really put it in a genre because it it basically is a mishmash of lots of genres which i've never really seen before so you know if you think about a game like um state of decay and that has like base building mechanics yep it's survival but it has base building mechanics um and then the survival element is also um like scavenging for resources yep um it's really really interesting it has um pve and pvp so has it got base building uh, in this then yeah i knew that i i knew that would perk your interest yeah and, and you're like, saying it's like diablo top-down look yeah you buy squares in very it similar. can you buy squares in it <laughs> <laughs> you can't buy squares but technically there are squares because of the 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 base building right um, uh, trev's gonna buy squares at anything he can now he's got his credit <laughs> card out already he's gonna knock on next door's door and just go i just bought your house it's <laughs> the squares next, to prove it next podcast we'll be talking to Trevor how, how much have you bought oh, I'm down for $6,000 that's, that's a scam waiting to go isn't it? Just no, buy next door's house go around and so I've got the deeds to your house hand them over and get out and they'll be going what, what are you talking about didn't you ever hear Earth 2 dude you gotta move out now sorry <laughs> anyway, guys clacks, on, we're, we're, we're cutting clacks off yeah oh it's all good it's all good fun um so yeah, it's, it's vampire based, so it's a pretty like we were all kind of typical uh, vampire world that we're all familiar with. Um, yeah, is there I, like I a is there staking through the heart and the sun comes out and you die and things like that? Yeah, so there is an element in the game where um, if you wander into sunlight, um, you do lose uh, your health and you can die. From so dust till dawn. The, part of the dynamic is building the base protects you for when the sunlight comes out um, and you basically uh consume life um to regenerate um your health or blood is this a triple so, yeah, a I game have... um no i don't think so um i mean it's early release hmm. um and so it's double a what... <laughs> yeah <laughs> just single a um it's a, moving up in the it's world on, it's on early release but i highly recommend like the the reviews on steam um are, are pretty positive all round um, we got I mean, a few people on the community playing it so yeah i'm just looking we at have it now. a server i think uh mr lopez set up a server yeah, for mr. Us, lopez, so you yeah. Can dive into the um i think you can find out our server on the mmo channel on the discord um, uh, how how does yeah, your I... base interact with is it multiplayer and can you build like so say you just said you've got a server does that mean you all build bases on the same server yeah i haven't played with comic and the others yet because i'm often when i'm online they're in bed um right i tend to play late at night so i haven't done the multiplayer i've just played it on my own so far i've added the server but i've not really explored yeah um but i'm assuming you can I, i'm sure someone in the chat can correct us is it you know you can do is it a clicker sorry you were both talking 
I'm more important than him. <laughs> uh, we can argue that. Nick, defer to Nick. Go ahead. <laughs> no, all I was asking seriously is it um, is it uh, mouse only mouse click a mouse? What's the, what's the word for it? No, it's a, it's point it's click got a, um, mouse and you know the, you move around with the uh, W A S D right. Um, all right. So do could so... I play it with a mouse with two buttons on it, or would I be using keyboard buttons or what? Because I'm left-handed, uh, and the game looks really good. But a lot of these games, what they do is they have them controls where you move around with up, down, left, and right. And then wherever your cursor is in to the guy on screen, he'll run backwards or forwards. Is it like that? So if my oh, mouse yeah, is in top that. left of the screen and I run towards the bottom right of the screen, I can still shoot top left because my mouse cursor's there, if you know what I mean? I, I, I think so. I'm it's not like where you have a top. controller and you move left, it goes left. You move up, it goes up. And then you have to turn around. I think it is. It, it, I think it, it, it is. is a little, it is a little bit fiddly. I'm not going to lie. I remember opening it up and being like, oh, okay, it's one of these ones. Um, and the it fiddly took, ones. It's a good 10 minutes. But I, I could have plugged the controller in. I just didn't. Um, but yeah. What was your question, Gray? No, I was saying when you're, you're talking about uh, playing at night. So what I was going to say is when you're at night and they're all asleep, can you go in the world and mess them all up? <laughs> Because you'd be, you'd have the perfect opportunity to go in there and just, <laughs> yeah. just run around. Troll None keeps of them are there. And breaking everyone's bases down. Uh, sure, Magic does uh, say you can build your own base or join a clan and make a clan castle. But we wouldn't be able to do that, Magic, if you were there. Because if I know you well enough, by the time I woke up in the morning, you'd have built the biggest castle ever yeah. and completed the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'd come back and be like, ah. Oh. <laughs> he's never going to live that down is he coming into my game and uh in valheim and i wake up in the morning and he's rebuilt all my chimney stacks <laughs> uh, just improved upon them that's all uh, how funny how funny um yeah this is a game i might actually have a look at uh, it looks pretty cool to be fair and it looks right up my street with all the different crafting and stuff like that um hopefully well, some... i can get time to play a different game and i might have to try that out some people are saying it's the new Valheim, so it could be good. And it's not like very Valheim. expensive. It I is. It's like uh, fifteen dollars Canadian dollars. Oh, that's, so oh, right. that's worth it. And not to, not is a it huge that risk cheap? Like it was fifteen. It. it was fifteen pounds. Are you sure? Facts. I I got it for fifteen dollars, but oh, um, maybe the prices went up. Actually, that's worth checking, man. Actually. Yeah, I highly recommend it. It's good. It's good fun. Right. I can't put my. It's it's fifteen dollars, fifteen forty nine, fifteen forty nine in the UK. So, all right, you guys are getting a good deal. And if anyone's ever got a game they'd like us to play for the stream, uh, just hit us up with a DM in the podcast room, uh, saying I'd like to see what your thoughts are on this game and put it in there, and we'll try and see if we can do it. Pretty much, most of us have always got one game or somewhere, or we're happy to buy the game to test it out anyway, or we get a key from somewhere. Um, so if anyone wants to do that, feel free. Uh, right, moving on. Um, it's going to go through a few things in the community. Uh, first up, if you are a listener and you don't watch this, you can watch us live on twitch.tv forward slash extreme PC UK. Um, you can get involved in the chat. You can put your questions in and then we'll answer them. You can talk to us live and it will go out on the recording. Um, we have a discord. Just go to extremepcuk.co.uk. There's a discord there. Uh, you can join our discord. You don't have to talk to people. So a lot of people are... Uh, don't like to get out, uh, like a bit shy to talk to other people. But in our Discord, you can jump into all the rooms with us and just mute. You can even just text or you can just be silent and jump in rooms and watch what's going on. Feel like you're part of it without actually talking to us. That's more than happy. People do it all the time. Um, so feel free to do that. 
Uh, right, so we've got a social night coming up on Saturday, July the 2nd at 7.30 UK time. Um, a social night is a drinking night normally, so grab a few beers, get on here. Like, I normally get on earlier than when it starts, so like me and Gray are normally on about 5 or 6 o'clock. And to be fair, the last few of them I've turned up pissed beforehand and then gone to bed within an hour because I'm so drunk. And everyone's like, here comes Nick, and I'm like, and then I go to bed. Um, <laughs> but uh, social night's a really good night. Ross, you haven't done a social night with us yet, have you? No, not yet. But I very rarely drink, so I'll be there drinking water, being like, "Yeah, let's go." Yeah, well, you're yeah you don't. You don't have to drink. You don't minutes. have to drink. <laughs> no. So nope. what happens is nope. we bring the, the DJ bot in, and the music plays. Every picture of music on. We play lots of funny little games. We tend not to play a full game. We tend to play like little party games uh, and just have a laugh and a chat and mess around. Um, Scriblio. Yeah, which makes it a really good social night. Yeah. Um, and it goes on till late, early in the morning, and we have a good fun. Uh, then we've got the Entertainment Talk live chat on Sunday, June the 26th, 8pm, which is what Gray does. Um, and I don't even need to tell you all about it because he's probably drummed it into all of your brains over the last three months. <laughs> Join all... our Discord, bottom left, Entertainment Chat. Yeah, when you go to sleep, it's like them subliminal messages, you know, where you can hear Gray listen to my Entertainment Chat. Um, we had a good time last time. We were rolling. Trev's with, uh, on part of our little group. We had a good time. Yeah, it was see, awesome. yeah. I, I, and then what happened? What happened? And Ross too. Sorry, Ross too. Ross what happened, Gray? Well. Tell us what happened. What on the, the recording? Pro- the problem, the pro- yeah, the problem was uh, <laughs> with our fearless leader, and the problem was between between the keyboard and the chair, and it was you. Uh, what? And the recording didn't work. What did I do? Failed. We're, no, you didn't do anything. No, I, you're not favorite fearless leader for this one. It's uh, oh right. It's I was. I was trying to do an off-air recording, and everything looked like it was working just fine. I should have tested it before. So I recorded everything to possibly put it out as a podcast at that point. But when I went back to listen to it, everybody was on there except my mic. and that was, So the whole thing was ruined. Did you but do I, an since introduction I've, and stuff? No, the whole the whole time you can't hear my my voice is my yeah, mic no, is but what I'm saying is, off. was you planning on doing an introduction, or are you just doing the live talk and then afterwards you'll do a little set? No, we were saying, gonna... Hi, I'm Great Gamer from here. Blah blah blah. Well, it, in a way, it was probably good we didn't do that because we all, as a little group, there's like four or five of us, all came up with some ideas that we need to do, like make an introduction, come up with some music. So in actuality, the next time we do this, we'll be a little more prepared. I've already. Uh, picked up some equipment so that we won't have this problem again with the mics and blah blah blah. So all you have to do is open cool. up OBS and press record. Yeah, it's not that simple, but it is that simple. But... I'm doing it right now. I, that's nice. <laughs> I love the in way either, he says it's either... not that simple when I'm literally doing it. <laughs> in either case, the, the goal is we're going to have to. We're going to thanks to thanks to Nick, by the way. We're, we're going to end up recording it. Nick's going to put it out there as part of Extreme PC UK, and we'll see if it does anything. Yeah. Well, no. What I'm going to do is. I need what I need to work on because there is a chance it might not happen. So don't get too excited in case it doesn't. I'm right. going to try. I don't want the entertainment chat interfering. Like a lot of people, you're just probably scared. I don't want to, I don't want the podcast of gaming and art, what we do, interfering with the entertainment. Right. So what right. I'm going to try and do is because I uh, already pay for like podcasts and that hosting, I'm going to try and start a new one. And if it allows us to do them both separately, independent of each other, I'll put Grey's right. out on there as well, and there'll be another podcast, um, and then he'll do and it he... whenever he needs to. And you can all follow that, because uh, obviously I'm not on there. I'll come on sometimes, but like I was going to say to you just now, for me, entertainment, I love it, but I one thing I've always never been able to do, and I've always wanted to get involved, but I just feel like I can't do it, is you see how you lot will get into a room and you'll talk about Star Wars and Star Trek, and you'll talk about how this happens in one film and that happens in another film. 
I don't retain that information from films, so I can't talk about it. So Why do you lot... watch this stuff then? Like, it goes through one ear and out the other. Yeah, but exactly. Because I enjoy it while I'm watching it. Like, at the moment, I'm watching The Boys um, on the season three, and I'm really That's enjoying it. But I can tell you what, give it end of this week. I won't really remember. I remember I enjoyed it, but I won't remember what happened. Um, I can't help it. It's just something like I've always one thing I've always hated is when everybody starts talking about Star Star Wars and they talk about oh in film two but this happened and in film three that happened and in this one they done this and they use that and I just can't retain any of that kind of stuff. So when someone puts it on me and says what what do you reckon about this, I just don't remember it, and it's it's frustrating because I watch you lot in that entertainment room chatting and I'm like man. I want to talk, but I can't. I can't talk. <laughs> Nothing to say. You're, and you're good at talking normally, so that's that's a that's yeah. A, so I just come in. Shocking. I can come in if you want. And just take the piss out of all of you. I'm good at that. <laughs> well, we can stand our own when it comes to taking the piss. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, Mystic dude says extreme PGK. I'm exactly the same. Um, it, it didn't spoil my enjoyment with these fanboys. Yeah, true, true. Well, I might jump no, in one day. Mystic held his own with all of us, man. We had a really good time. He did. He did. He, yeah, he yeah. came in and yeah, broke yeah. up a couple of times because Gray and I were, we would talk probably two, three hours about Star Trek easy. And, and <laughs> Mystic's like, Gray, let's move on. He was the Nick. He's kind of Nick in this. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Sorry to insult you he like is, that, Mystic. He is Sorry, called Mini Boss. He's like Austin <laughs> Powers, the Mini Me. That's right. I started going like this. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we need to move on though, because we've we're coming up to the end, and we've still got a few questions yes. to get through. So we, we do them the yeah. same way as we normally do them. I'll read the question out, and then you can say your view, and then I'll say my view, whatever we do. Uh, so questions. The first question is from Titus six six six. What's your origin uh, origin story? Do you know what? one thing I've really noticed? I don't know what's the word for it when you say a word but you say it in a wrong context. Is it context? So, what's your origin story? I should have said what's your. Origin. I just can't get it right, can I? Really. Origin. Origin. It's like yeah. when I say not, content not or content. Everyone rips me <laughs> yeah. for it, but I don't. I can't well, get that's it right. because there's, those are two separate words. Yeah, but I can't work out which one's the right one to say at the right point. I just say it, and everyone takes a piss. We love it. That's why we love we you. Orange and orange. Orange. Yeah, that's right. What's your origin story? Um, gaming or podcast? Uh, tell us how it all started for you. Um, I might as well go first to this one because I made the podcast and the whole community. Uh, so for me, it all started. I used to listen to um, a podcast called Mojo Radio. Has anyone ever heard of that? No. no. And before that was called uh, the GamerCast. And it was an Xbox 360 podcast when podcasts first ever came out. Um, and it was really big. And it was a group of guys that were very down to earth. Uh, and they just talk talked about what they did that week playing their games. So they just, there was no rules. They just generally spoke about it. And I listened to every single episode. And do you know what the funny thing is? And I say this to Gray now, 99.9% of people who listen to podcasts don't get involved with the crew or the actual uh, Discord. Um, I don't know why people do that. And I listened to them for probably 10 years and I never once got in touch with them. And I listened to them every week. I felt like I knew all of the characters, all of the people on the podcast, never spoke to them once, never got involved. Um, and it's quite funny because nowadays we've got the big podcast and I've had a couple of them on our podcast. Really? Which is mad. <laughs> That's cool. Whoa, whoa, we were. 
I think I think it's because you wanted to have a, a podcast that, that was even better than those, and you did. Oh, see? look, great! I had to come take it down a notch. So listening right now, just joking, I don't. <laughs> um, but yeah so for me I, my uh, whole original story was that basically um, I listened to their podcast I really liked the way it was and I always thought like do you know what they talk about games and entertainment and that I'm into PCs um, I would love to do that there and we used to have TeamSpeak and then it grew to Discord and it's just grown and grown and grown building the computers and stuff like that and man look where it is now it's just really cool to have all of you guys on and have the big podcast where we can all talk about whatever we want and we're very laid back uh, right. Some... What about you, lot? Let's start with Gray, because it's quite... um, I'll be... one thing I'll be... quickly, which I find very funny, is a lot of the time people in the community, I will forget exactly how I met them. I don't know where they came from, and they'll go, "Do you remember when I met you?" I think I'm like, "No, I don't remember." But so, Gray, <laughs> tell us your your original story or origin um, to, story. To be quick, because you know, I want everybody else a chance to talk, <laughs> like Claxon. Um, for gaming, <laughs> I would say I was hooked since I started playing Pong, because I'm older than you guys are. So I've been in it since Pong oh. was, create, was created. Yeah. Played Pong all the time when I was a kid, man. It's the only game Came you out can and, I was, and I was hooked on video games from then on. So that's a lot of years. As far as the podcast, uh, I told people know on the on the uh, Discord that I used to do an entertainment radio talk show. And so when I heard about the podcast that was talking about video games, computer stuff, I was going like, dang, that's what I like. So I started listening to it and yeah, got but where, on where it. did you find the podcast? To be honest, I just did a search on on uh, what was it on Apple's thing. I was trying and to how, think. Like, how long were any... you listening before you contacted us? I probably listened for a good year before I joined the Discord. I think. Oh. Um, and then I joined the Discord, and it just I just I didn't come in. I, I came in and just slowly. Yeah, because things... I know I know this to be true that it was slightly different to you because obviously you're an older gamer than the rest of us. So you've mm. got probably twenty years on me, and I'm forty-one. Yeah. And a little bit more even. And I remember the story, if you don't mind me saying it, was mm-hmm. that when you came in, obviously we were all a lot younger. And I remember you saying, like, you was a bit nervous to come in at first. But then when you came in, you was like, actually, everybody here is well cool. Um, and that then since then, everybody was like, well, like, yeah, Gray, get involved with this. Gray, get involved with that. And since then, now you've just took over. <laughs> But that was over the course of a couple of years before I got <laughs> to this real point. Boss, no. I, I didn't closing. come in like I, we know because there's been people in the past. I didn't come in to sit there and just like, oh, I'm taking over. You know, I just wanted to lend my whatever talents I ha- might have had, you know, to it. And, and one thing I've always said about this podcast that, that I, I don't find on many other podcasts and, and, and the discord in general, nobody really gives a flying, you know what, of how old you are. You could be young. Yeah. You could be as old as I am. And you're, everybody's treated with respect top to bottom across the board all the time yeah and you do not find that in the majority of discords and podcasts sometimes yeah uh, to and be that's fair the, as well that's the major that's the major thing that's excellent most of you will know this already but i have to thank gray anyway because gray literally puts a full-time job into the podcast and extreme peace uk <laughs> i don't pay gray you know i might send him a game here or or like a voucher here or there um, but Gray does this all from the own goodness of his own heart, and he literally, without him here, I think uh, half the half the Discord probably wouldn't even be here. So, cheers, Gray. Thanks, appreciate it. Let's go, Gray. And that's the, and that's <laughs> the origin. Well, Next. I'm just waiting for Who's the mutiny origin? when he says, "Everyone, let's kick Nick out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never. That's right, Clax. Right, what about you, dude? Up next. 
Oh yeah, so I think I've told this before, but I was on one of those like extended family trips out the city, um, and I was a little bit bored. Um, so I found the podcast on the Apple uh, Podcasts, um, and I was walking the dog, and I generally walk the dog for about twenty minutes. Um, he doesn't need much more than that. But, but you went around the block twice. I did. I, oh really? I I'm joking as well. Three times. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um i kind of just like how down to earth and real it was um sometimes i find on some podcasts it's a little bit performative yeah a little um, yeah. i'll tell you what i find on a lot like of other a... podcasts oh, natural here. do you know what i really hate about podcasts is obviously podcasts you've got um when you put a podcast out you've got a rating uh okay or explicit that's it you got two one or the other and what i don't like about a lot of other podcasts is you get people that say the f word the c word over yeah. and over again because they can and it can be put out and that's one thing that really puts me off other podcasts or the other thing that really really stresses me out is when you've got like a pc gaming podcast or something and then it's full of adverts now fair enough if you're going to put adverts on it to make some money do it but don't have a pc gaming podcast and it's like super sleep get your mattress and you're like <laughs> what what why is that relevant to this podcast like it's an advert podcast, yeah. It's Where's like, the sponsors, yeah. Nick? Where's the sponsors, man? Brought well, to you said, by Red I've Wallet. Always said, I've always said to... <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends. After, after oh, this, no. after the... you should know if I had some, if I had adverts on here, they would be funny adverts. So it'd be like condom adverts or something like that. something. By Agriculture <laughs> create our own adverts so they're, so they're hilarious. Um, but uh, yeah, I always said that I'll never make the podcast uh, monetized. Um, because it's something that I just feel personally that when you put money onto something like this, you're going to lose people because they know what you're up to. You just turn it into a money grabber. I don't want to do that. I want this to be natural and our genuine feelings about the games we play, whether it's good, bad or whatever. But um, yeah, so Claxon, you I went do, around the block um, three times to listen to us. I did. And then I was probably listening on the podcast for about a year and I was like, Oh God! Like they pick on that gray guy a lot. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> now you're here. We pick on you. I'm. I was like, I'm gonna actually <laughs> sign up to the Discord, and then I think I started playing Elite. Yeah. And then got to know Gray, and then I was like, I'll go. And then you asked me to come on the podcast one day because I made you laugh a couple of times. Um, I haven't been able to since, but um, yeah, here I am. And you've now fitted into the bullying space that we bully Gray on. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've been a good diver for Gray. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh man! Welcome, Do you know what? I think it's well mad when people come up to me and they go, oh, "I listen to your podcast. I really like it." And I, I just think, like, honestly, I'm not saying this. I feel like, why would anyone like it? And they like, it's really funny. <laughs> and I'm like, because this is just like, it might be funny to everybody else, but this is my general life. I, this is what I see every day and do. And <laughs> it's funny that people think that's funny and enjoy it. Because I don't think they come because we talk about the game so well for our reviews. Because normally it's like I played this. It's a game where you walk around a block and you shoot things and then you pick up stuff. Right, next. Oh, this is a game where you go underground yeah. and you, you pick up some shoes and then you shoot people. Next. <laughs> and plus, Gray plays his games for like 45 minutes and reviews them. So. Yeah, That's Cyberpunk. Right, yeah. How long did you play it? Well, I got 10 minutes into the tutorial. It's game's crap. Not always. He got so slated for that. <laughs> I, th I think, I, I think Sorry, the whole straight... Well, what you said before about it not being a paid you know, sponsored thing is the fact that when we talk, just look what we did. We spent all that time talking talking about Earth Two and buying tiles, and, and then we got off on another tangent of something else. And people like it when we get off on the tangent; they always comment about that. 
And that's um, what's fun. We we cover what we were supposed to cover and we have a good time, but we just like whatever comes up. You yeah, know? But I think that's the whole the key to having fun is to be natural and don't try and force stuff that's not naturally there. Don't try and right. do like our intro. We do an intro and I'll mess it up and I'll put it out as a mess up because it's funny, you know? Don't like keep mm -hmm. doing deleting and making it so false. It's like Iron Gaming just said, I stayed after seeing Nick as a noob in Elite. Do you know what? I'm getting to be known as the elite streamer that everyone goes to because it's well funny to watch me mess it up. Which, I actually quite love that idea. People come to me because I make them laugh because I'm so crap. That's, that's just that's well funny. What I like it. I like to do lots of goofy things with you. It's fun. We just go out and just do whatever. And then some yeah. every once in a while, not very often, we'll get somebody that comments on the chat, right? Nick and will go like, well, you should do it like this because, but but we're going like, get get lost. We're doing whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. we want. <laughs> like, There's so many people come in and they're just like, you need to change that, change that, and change that. I'm like, no. Right. Why? <laughs> we go like, why? What are we, why do we have to do yeah. that? No. Yeah. It's not right. happening. Trev, we're going to go with Trev next over Ross because obviously, Ross, you're the newest in, so Trev can go next. Yep. Uh, it wouldn't take too long. Um, gaming was... Uh, Pretty much all my life from uh, first one would be uh, Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, and then the closest to PC would Don't probably be... Don't think I remember this... anyone calling it that. That's how old you are. The NES, the NES, the NES. Or the, su or, or the Super... What, oh, what did they call the SNES? In, uh, we call it the SNES in the UK, but what they call it the Super... The Super yeah, Nintendo, Super Nintendo SNES. Yeah. SNES, we're lazy over here, what can I say? Um, but the closest I got to PC was... Spectrum ZX20, uh, and I found a bunch of games before my birthday. My mother had them, and I had to. I got to play them like a month early. It was great. Uh, that was good fun back then. I didn't get my first PC until I was in uni, though. Couldn't afford it. Uh, but gaming has always been part of my life. Uh, podcast would be... Uh, uh, the podcast, I podcast. think you was actually one of my first ever. I remember meeting you, Trev, and I met you because you subbed to me first before everybody else. And, One of the first ten, yeah. Yeah, and I remember getting a donation and a sub, and I was like, I said to Ellen, I was like, man, this this dude, I don't know who he is, he just subbed to me, and I was like, and then I think you subbed a couple more times. I was like, man, why would he want to sub to me? <laughs> <laughs> Not asking that question. Um, no, that, that this was a while ago. Um, I I came across Nick's podcast because I do like podcasts, always have, and I'm trying to find something interesting to listen to in terms of gaming. So I was looking through. Spotify, whatever it was, and I came across this one, and I listened for a while before, like like Gray, I listened for a while before I jumped in, and I, I don't know how long it was, Nick, maybe as much as a year as as well as Gray before I'd done anything, yeah, and then I started talking up more and doing more stuff and blah blah blah, and yeah, that's that's my history. Now you're kinda. here, Ross. Mm. How about you? You're pretty new. Yeah, so my history with the podcast is I was playing Minecraft on Twitch.tv forward slash uh, Ross Light. Uh, I can't remember that. Plug. Uh, <laughs> I was playing my yeah, I was playing Minecraft, and I already met Nick and Insomnia after basically being hopped up the whole weekend on Monster because there was free Monster, and I was just like, yes, please, give me everything. But I you needed. was giving out the cards, weren't you? Oh yeah, I was giving out uh, NFC uh, tag cards, so. The idea I had is to go around to every single booth and basically talk to the people there, basically like, hey, do you have, like, a card or anything I can have? I was like, oh, cool. 
you you haven't like you know you can get like a scannable one of these right and like what and i'd be like here you go because i brought like 200 of them and i was like i'm not gonna use all these i might as well give them out to people and start talking to them and i went over to the uh, streaming booth at insomnia 68 and uh talked to these stream pc people i was like hey do you guys have like a nsc card nft not nft it's got nfts on the brain yeah i do uh and they're like um no i was like let, let me set this up for you real quick pulled out my phone took really like going two around minutes. scanning people's card details <laughs> no <laughs> i have no idea what you're talking about i definitely don't do that um give it uh, yeah uh, no. the guy i was talking to was like oh um you should come back tomorrow i think it was shifty yeah, I think it was shifty. And I was like, yeah, all right. So I came back the next day. I met Nick. We started chatting about everything. Um, we got along really well. And I was like, awesome. I was like, I'll join your Discord. Joined the Discord. Went home. Didn't think much of it. And then started talking more and more to Nick. Getting more involved in the Discord. Um, became part of the stream team. Streaming one night. Nick was like, hey, do you want to be part of the podcast? And I was like, Okay. He's like, you're gonna have to stop streaming now. And I was like, looked at my view account, one person was like, Yeah, no problem. <laughs> oh man. If anyone in chat's got any uh, views on Ross, tell us what you think. Is he good, bad? Do you like him or not? Oh wait. Of course I like him. He's on the podcast. <laughs> no, nah, I can't wait to see all this like, oh he's awful. I hate him. <laughs> nah, he's all good. He's here to stay, man. What I like about Ross is like you've got like a bubbly personality and you talk a lot as well. Um, it does make it harder for Clax because Clax you're so relaxed and chilled and then us not just talk over you and now we've got free talkers. Trev's in the middle, <laughs> I feel. Yeah, sounds about right, I think. Trev's like, Trev will just sit back, Clax, and he won't say nothing. He gets spoken over and over and over and then he'll just go, stop, I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, just jump in, go deep. <laughs> That's it. But I'm surprised we haven't spoken over a lot of each other today because there's five of us in here. Normally, as a rule, we don't go that high because... You get a lot of people talking over people, um, but I feel like we're all got a level now. We all we're all experienced. We're all pros. Yeah, not we know just one to butt in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do. <laughs> creature says Ross is all right. It'd be better if he played Elite with us. Well, that's the thing, creature. He's bought it. He is. He is going to be playing with us. Yeah. yeah um, I'm trying to get through the first bit. Uh, I almost died on the first tutorial bit, and I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. What die? So, yeah. Yeah, because I, I ran out oh. of energy, and I was like, uh, oh, I can't do anything now. And then my oxygen started running out. I was like, oh, luckily then I found some energy packs. Are you sure you so went playing like, Star Citizen? Uh, no, Elite Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, right, let's well, move on. By anyway, the way, you can, you can leave those tutorials anytime you want, Ross, by the way. I thought you had to do them. You can, you can leave them if you want. Oh, thank yeah. you. Just say, oh, well, just, you know. Right, the next Mind one. blown. The next question is for Trev. Trev, do you still want to do your questions? Ah, they're really cool. quick and daft and All silly, right, cool. and it's All not quite right, cool. a I didn't know if you'd put them on another time when you weren't here or or what. So Trev's one. Do you want to read them out or shall I read them out? No, you're, you're the man. Read them. Read them All out. Right, cool. All right, all right. You do it. <laughs> if video games didn't exist anymore, what would you do? I can't explain that on here. I would. I would I have Same as you, Trev. That. If, if it did, if it didn't exist, I would create one. There you go. That's it. Oh, what a boring answer. Really? Me and Trevor, like we're going to the I sex dungeon. Would, what... uh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's give the sophisticated answer. I'd probably watch too much TV instead of playing too many video games. 
That's true. Yeah, yeah. I could see. Oh, that. but right, it's off. practical. I might. Watch TV. I might. But I can't remember anything, so pointless. As long as you watch it. What about okay. you, Clex? I mean, I feel like when I wasn't playing video games as a kid, I was outside with my mates playing football. Down but now you ain't got no mates. He's like, I'm leaving. I've had enough of this abuse. <laughs> Picking on clacks. Um, <laughs> no, I'd like... be out like playing. Uh... I mean, I might, I might have got more into Warhammer and Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I was about to say, you've now got a basement. So whack it out like Stranger Things. Get your D&D out and have all the, all the friends round. Yeah, yeah. Like you can do idea. DD online with Roll20. Be honest. If you one day got a table in the middle of that room you're sitting in now, you set up a whole D&D table and chairs around it, and you invited all your mates around and went up to your missus and she said, what are you doing? You said, I've got all my mates around playing D&D downstairs. Would she be like, oh, that's all right, or would she be like, you weirdo? No, she would She would just be <laughs> happy that I'm out the room. Her. Exactly. But fun fact, my son is five, and he went to a D&D club a couple of weeks ago. Oh wow! Really? Wow, that's young. Yeah, yeah. That's it was cool. more like it wasn't like uh like our kind of D and D in terms of like a kid version uh, fantasy, but it was like something about around a sugar fairy and a wizard of sugar. Um, instead of D and D, just playing D instead of D and D. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But yeah, no, that sounds cool. I wouldn't mind getting my kids into doing something like that. Do you know what? One thing I will say is, and I don't have to say for you, but where I live, I live in a, a, I live in an area where the kids outside ain't nice, put it that way. There's a lot of trouble outside. Um, and I've always said this to my missus, I would so much prefer my kids to stay in and be computer geek people or people that play D&D and stuff like that over being the kids that are outside throwing stones through people's windows. Yeah, that would make sense. Bro. Do you know what I mean? Bro. Like, yeah. didn't your kid throw a stone through your car window? Yeah, he did actually. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Clax. Well, that's why that I've locked one. him in now, isn't it? He's throwing stones through my car. It's even worse than next doors. Okay. All uh, right. That was pretty yeah. good, Clax. Well, as long as, long as it's only your car, not someone else's car, that's that's okay. I love yeah. I love the way he delivered it though. He delivered it so well. Yeah. He like quietly <laughs> stepped in the door, and just went. <laughs> Wasn't that you? Well, I never come in the door loudly, do I? That's what he said. I don't know. I, I better not go any further with what I'm about to say here. No, no, no. Sack. You tell us. All <laughs> oh, right, I think we need to move on. Oh, I forgot what the question is. All I'm thinking about is doors and coming in them. Let's not go there. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, Ross, what can would we... you do? <laughs> I've been thinking about this um, for a bit. I honestly don't know if that's like, a good what answer. My li- like what my life would be like without games, because games has been a part of my life ever since I was three years old. Uh, they've been hit, like from Pokemon to Legend of Zelda to when the that EMP comes. Yeah. What will you do? Oh, if games just cancel out right now. Um, well, if the EMP comes, we're all dead. Uh, you but couldn't if, go and just... give out your cards, electronic cards either. They'd be dead as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if all technology just dies, I'll become a hunter-gatherer. I'll just go a hunter-gatherer. Caveman. Yeah, I'll become caveman. Yeah, like the games. Yeah. I'll be like, ooh, fool. I've always said, to be, I always said, and I don't make this no joke, and I don't hide it, 
if the apocalypse came and we all went back to day one, don't come to my house because I'll just kill everyone. <laughs> you seem rust. Yeah. You seem rust. <laughs> don't come to my house. <laughs> right, uh, Trev, did you already answer or not yet? Uh, it was your question. Yes, I did. I yeah. did. I so did. you must have I a really did. good yeah. answer. Yeah. Uh, I would just watch too much TV if that's yeah, the that. uh, uh, appropriate version. Inappropriate version. I love the way he came up with his whole question well. and his answer was, I'll just watch TV. That's the that's the appropriate answer. The inappropriate answer is dungeons and whatnot. So, like Shell said. Yeah, well, no, well, I said it and Shell said, is there a list to get in? Because she uh, wants to get in. Of course she does. That's why we all love Shell. <laughs> all right, we need to move on before it gets really bad. Right, the next question is from Cider Bob. Uh, no, 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 you skipped oh, over yeah, Trev, Sorry, I thought I was double vision there. It's Trev number um, two. He's like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Trev number two. Have you ever had a crush on a video game character? <laughs> right, this is getting a bit saucy. Dungeons coming in I... loudly through the doors. What's going I on here? Real... I have a real simple answer for me. The Witcher. It would, it, no, 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 no. That would be the that would be the usual, but that's not it. That's not it. Nope. I'm tempted to say that, but no, that's not it. It would be uh, any any of the women in Dead or Alive. There you go. In Dead or Alive. Any of the women in Dead or Alive. Is it Dead or Alive? No, it's not Dead or Alive. There was a game that does a. Yes, it is. It's a fighting martial arts game. You never. And there's a lot. There's a lot of good bouncing physics in it. Right. The origin of jiggle physics. Physics. Dead or Alive. Go on, Clax. What's yours? Uh, mine's a classic. Um, it was that Lara Croft. Do you remember the, the first the Lara Croft? Oh, God damn it, you too yeah. much! Oh, look, he's just, he's got boots. so excited that he's distorted that all of our mics. Just before the jiggle physics, yes. Pre-jiggle jiggle physics. <laughs> yeah, that was like pointy physics yeah. or graphics. It's funny because there was someone that done a exactly. cosplay and they won a cosplay tournament because they'd done uh, the bra area in them pointy <laughs> physics and they won yeah, because like of it. Because yeah. Yeah, 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 it looked, yeah. It looked amazing. Uh, right, Ross, go on. Who's yours? Uh, Cortana from Halo 4. Uh, that type of model was one of us was like, I love yeah, this model right now. Yeah. I good. don't I like that. I don't know. I don't know uh, who that is, so I can't possibly say. Uh, Halo. Trev, who's yours? Uh, uh, yeah, that bugger stole my idea. Uh, it is Lara Croft. Um, all the way back from the Tina Turner Thunderdome big pointy things that would she turns around too quickly would take your head off to the modern Tomb Raider games where they actually desexified her a little bit. So she try to watch how I word this for the kids. Listen, she still had great Bristol cities, but at the same time they were more realistic. They weren't like you're still looking and go nice. And I've always been a massive fan. She looked like more normal rather than too glamorized. Uh, and may it be it carry on. See, my one, I'm trying to think outside the box, something different, something with a bit of backstory and something that's totally different. So I'm thinking I would go with Moxie from Borderlands because she's proper dirty, I'd reckon. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad pick. I, I, see, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> there has been many a days yeah. where there's been a glitch where you could see her panties. And, uh, uh. yeah. What? 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 Glitch. You can do that in Tomb Raider as well. Take her clothes off. I'm sure. 
That's not a that's not a that's what not a cheat. It was a real thing. Into today. <laughs> What's everybody in the chat saying? Come on, what are you saying? Jet Lee from see the... uh, Street Fighter. That's a Look, good Chun-Li, show. That's Chun-Li. Really... Chun-Li. That's where you could do a glitch and you could see certain things. Yeah. Oh man, we should, we, we, should get, <laughs> we should get Shell's answer on this. I mean, yeah, no, Shell, whose is yours? We want women. Yeah, point, we, we do yeah. need a female's perspective yes, on this as right. well. So. And today on the podcast, and, we're going down and dirty. I know a Shell's answer would be anything, anything with a rock in it. That must be it. <laughs> it's my drive. It's my power. Uh, this is this is the after hours. Who is my what? So Shell's do. Shell's lurking, but she's not watching. So uh, who okay. is your computer game crush? If you had one at all, the one you—I right. know she's going to say someone from Fable, isn't she? Or it, or it'll oh, be God. Link, or if it's Trev, it'll be uh, it'll be Zelda. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, Trev doesn't know the difference between Link and Zelda. He doesn't know who they are. I, I didn't. Or their swords. No, 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 it's the shit sword. Unlike Unless He Man comes in. That is. He, he uh, she said. She said it has to be Reaver. Who? Reaver. She says, "Oh my God, it has to be Reaver." That's what Shell said. I don't know who that is. I don't really? either. <laughs> huh? That's a that's a video game. What game was this? I can see his oh, screen lighting goodness. up as we talk. Is that Overwatch, Reaver, Overwatch. Um, uh, oh, Raver is from uh, Fable. Okay, oh. voice. Oh, I said Fable. Oh, I said no. Fable. Didn't oh. I? Yeah, is Raver the guy who's the posh guy who can live forever? You're, you're turned on by Stephen Fry because that is his voice at the end of the day. Oh my god. <laughs> really? Oh, no shame in. Loves a bit of Stephen Fry. Oh, right, yes. let's move on. It's okay. time because we're running out of time. We're already ten minutes yeah. over. Uh, Cider Pop, know. what are your thoughts okay. on Ghostbusters VR? I've not played it. I've seen a tiny bit of it. I would it looks... be. It looks good. It looks cool. I don't know about good. It looks cool though. <laughs> All right. Um, I was looking at getting into some more um VR games, and one of them is a submarine game that I never really played, but I wanted to. Where you're in a submarine, and the thing is, it's so good because you sit in your chair. But you're in many jokes. You're in your submarine around you. It's a little submarine, not a yellow one. Um, and you do all the wheels and stuff like that, and you have to go and fight things. And obviously, because you've got VR on, you feel like you're really in there. Um, I want to get back into trying that game at some point, so I might try that. But yeah, uh, I might have a look at this uh, side of Bob because none of us can talk about it really because none of us have got a clue about it. Yeah, so sorry, Taylor. It's time to move on to the next co- next question. Uh, side of Bob again. What was your favourite game in the arcades? I'm going to speak for everyone. Oh. Street Fighter. Wow. Turbo. What? No. Simpsons. Come on. Hello. I never played Simpsons in there. You can have four people round it. They have they have one in oh. Edinburgh in an old classic arcade machine. You had four people Ooh. on the same arcade Sorry, machine. Sorry, Shellbugs beat us all. Turtles. Turtles was a good ah, one. Ah, that's a good show as well. That is a good show. Yeah. I, I, I got to go way back and it's Pac-Man. G2 what? FO. Okay, I'm leaving. I a lot of that game. Pac-Man. No, Guitar Hero. Rubbish. What? Pac-Man? Um, it was the best whack, then. Wacka, 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 wacka. And then Ms. Pac-Man right after that. So, hey. <laughs> yeah. Mine was um, Time Crisis. Time Crisis. Oh. Yeah, Time Crisis yeah, 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 Pinball, oh, pinball. Oh, come on. Um, I will say quickly, um, I don't know if any of you have ever heard this, but there was a, a company that I've worked with quite a few times. Uh, they're oh, in, yeah. based in and around London. They're called Restron. Um, and what they do is, uh, 
it rents out really high-end venues. So one's like a £67 million yacht, which you'd have seen us work on before. Uh, Chelsea Harbour Hotel, five-star um, roof terrace. Uh, Canary Wharf roof terraces. And what they do is they take down all the old uh, Nintendos, Sega Mega Drives, Master Systems, and they put them all around the bar uh, with projectors. And then what you do is you go there at like 6 o'clock and you stay there till like 10 and you just drink and you sit on couches and play games, uh, get pissed and then go out afterwards. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah. it's a really good night. Cool. It's a really good night. Um, and you're in these really luxury venues, like looking over harbors and stuff like that. Um, but if anyone's ever up for coming to one of them, let me know because I I could go to them all the time. But if people want to go to them, um, but at the moment, I ain't got no one to go out with. I'm a Billy, no friends. Oh, let me know where weird. and when I'll be there. <laughs> that cool sounds one. fun. How far are you from London though? Uh, I'm about a three-hour train journey. Yeah, so it's a bit of a mission. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, oh, one thing I did oh, want to oh. say as well before we um, finish is Twitch London. Uh, Twitch London is the next event we'll be going to. Uh, Twitch London and i69, both of them are going ahead. Twitch London, I'll be making a, a room on the Discord for everyone to talk about who's meeting up. I'm already booked my hotel. I'm going to Twitch London. I'll be leaving Heathrow early morning of uh, the 6th. I'll be getting a train in. Um, of, what, then, of what month, Nick? What's the exact date? Uh, of August. It's a day after my daughter's London. birthday. Um, okay. So we'll be getting the train in, um, and then it starts at two. Apparently, it goes on till like one, two in the morning, uh, and then I've booked a hotel. It's in East London, E18, so it's quite far out in East London. It's the Royal, the Royal Armory, I think it is. Um, is that the firework factory? Yes. The... Yeah. Really good little venue that is. Um, so we'll be going there. It's up though, isn't it? Next, just a piss up that venue from my memory. Yeah. So it's, it's basically London, just yeah. a party for everyone on Twitch. But it's really good because it's a very laid-back environment where you can be yourself. Um, it's not like a normal club environment. And it's very fun. Everybody's talking about games and Twitch because everybody comes from the same background. Uh, everyone mingles together and has a really good time. Uh, they have a DJ and they have people playing like live bands and stuff like that. Uh, it is, I honestly say, like I go to a lot of festivals and stuff like that. And it's one of my events of the year. It's really fun and really nice people to, to just mingle in. Like, because you go and sit at a table, there's 10 people on the table. You say, oh, what's your Twitch name? Everyone swap cards and talks about their Twitch streams. Like for you, Ross, it's perfect because you'd, you'd mingle in with lots of people. Because um, I know what you like to do. But if anyone wants to come, <laughs> Trev, would you not come down for that? Because you can literally get a flight to my front door and then yeah. come with us. Uh, yeah, you mentioned it in the... Uh, in... And Discord, but it's it's too much money, mate. On August, when I'm already spending quite a well, the tickets bit are free to get in. You know that. No, but it's it's still it's still like eighty quid down, and then what forty, fifty quid for a hotel, and then spending money. It's the best part of two hundred uh, yeah, pounds. You can bunk with me if you want. That's very kind <laughs> offer, mate, and I might take you up in that. What's that? Um, what do you say? It's, it's all the other cost that, that's too expensive, to be fair, mate. And I have to be trying to smart with pennies, and yeah. Yeah, but yeah. all you gotta do is sell the PS5, and you got it, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> trade it in. This is true. I mean, I literally bought it in not long ago just to get God of War Ragnarok. Now I can't. Oh, it's wasted. Anyway, don't. But don't anyway, me anyone's that, welcome to come with me. I'll be making a room, so feel free to talk in that room, and there'll be an i69 room. Feel free to talk in that room. Anybody wants to come with us, everyone's welcome to come to all the shows of us. Uh, anyone. So just let us know, and then we'll work around how the plans are and stuff like that. Um, but we have gone over quite a lot. I just want to say thank you to everybody for all the subs, the hype trains, the bits, all the follows, uh, raids. Cheers to everyone who's been involved. Cheers for you lot for coming on. It's been a wicked podcast. 
And hopefully, I did want to say congratulations because last month, the last week, well, not last week, the week before, we had the highest ever download in 24 hours we've ever had, um, which is amazing. And hopefully, this one's even better. And so, yeah, cheers, everybody, for coming on. Um, I don't, are you not going to be in the Discord for a little while? I'm going to have to jump straight off because I've got to watch the next episode of have you uh, fixed boys. fallout have you fixed have you fixed fallout theme tune in music nah not that's, yet I that's why it's all the reason i'm here <laughs> 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 but apart no. from that cheers everybody i'll see you all later thank you bye bye anybody bye. to do